quarter. For the longest time, the four nations have lived together in harmony. Under the wise leadership of Avatar Roku, the world has experienced an era of peace and prosperity unlike any other. But with the recent death of Avatar Roku after his volcanic island erupted, members of all four nations feel the winds and tides of change. With the search for the new Avatar only just beginning, the world seems poised on the brink of conflict. But without the Avatar, who will save the world? Hi, I'm Andrew. I play Marco, a firebender from the Fire Nation. Hi, I'm Archie. I play Aquila, a bloodbender from the Northern Water Tribe. G'day, I'm Brandon. I play Rung Bolo, an earthbender from the Earth Nation. Hi, my name's Bree and I play Sherva, a weapon specialist from the Fire Nation. Hi, I'm Dave and I play Al, an airbender from the Northern Air Temple. And I'm Owen, the dungeon master of this ragtag group of members of all four nations. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome back to Avatar Legends. We are excited. We're ready. We are very, very keen to play the premiere Avatar Legends RPG campaign, Embers of War. Before we get into it, though, we have some really fun announcements. We have two birthdays to celebrate. We have Andrew's birthday, which was three days ago. Three days ago. Andrew, you turned 24. What's it like being a young piece of shit? <laughs> it's really good. Yep. Fuck you. Uh, and we also have a much more exciting birthday. Dave's birthday today. <laughs> <It's so big. laughs> the better one. <laughs> the better birthday. Because Dave doesn't make us feel bad with his youth. <laughs> and his vitality. I make you feel younger with my age. <laughs> exactly. And that's why we appreciate you, Dave. Young. I was trying to point towards Dave, and I thought I planned it out right before, but I was completely wrong. I was pointing at Owen the entire yeah, time. It's me. Like, oh, Andrew's it's below you. Yeah, Andrew's below you. Yeah, Dave, Dave's, Dave's that way. Andrew's that way for you. Left for me, side. Andrew's kind of like that way. Like, just give him the, the finger Andrew's that way. There. there we go. Andrew's there. Yeah, uh -oh. yeah, yeah. No yeah. <laughs> That's it. So happy birthday, Dave and Andrew. Very, very happy birthday to both of you. And um, normally I'd reward lasting another rotation of the earth around the sun with an inspiration um mm, but i'm only going to give one out and it's going to go to the better birthday <laughs> no 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 of course you both get inspiration no it's both of you <laughs> i love that i just just sitting there smiling like yep i accept this fate i was expecting him to fight back but he's just like no this is this is this is the dice they've rolled I felt so uncomfortable <laughs> <laughs> Fight for the death for inspiration. Yeah, actually, I think we might need to have Airbender versus Firebender to see who gets the. Uh, uh, yeah, Ooh, actually, who would win. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure history. Um, I mean, the future. Like, <laughs> we know what happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely right. a winning side. Does yeah. not go well for one element. Uh, <laughs> so no, happy happy birthday to both of you. Very very happy birthday. Um, the other announcement I have to make is uh, that Tears of the Kingdom is a fucking amazing game and I am thoroughly enjoying playing it. Everyone who's playing it is enjoying it immensely. I know Archie's been playing lots of it. I know Andrew's been playing a bit of it. Dave, you've been playing a bit of it. No, Andrew hasn't. 
Dave, you've been playing a little bit of it. How many How many hours, Dave? When you say a little bit, normally for you a little bit's like 200 hours, so. Oh. Nah, nah, it's only, it's only like, I think 30 since it came out. Oh, you haven't been have playing very much. No, no, no. I'm addicted to Rocket League. It's a problem. It is, it's actually. I, you've been addicted to Rocket League the whole time I've known you. <laughs> you tried to... You tried to recruit me, and I was absolutely pathetic at it. So you eventually you just gave up. I noticed, <laughs> probably because I brought no, no, the whole. No, yeah. the whole I, I, team I always, I always ask if you want to play Rocket League in stream. That's true. I'm not very good at it though. So I How don't. many? Uh... <laughs> that, that, that's fine. That's fine. You just play against people who aren't also very good, and it's actually entertaining. Yeah, <laughs> one true. Of my, very one of my mates was like studying game design Nothing. and teaching it and all that sort of stuff. He's like, oh, Brandon, come in for like yeah. a test we're doing to test if you can recognize like a uh, beat players or something like that. Anyway, I'm like, oh, cool. You got to verse these people, yada, yada. Played Rocket League, sucked the complete ass. Did not go well. And he's like, oh, do you know who is AI and who is real? I'm like, oh, this person's like, no, it's all AI. You just really suck at the game. I'm like, oh, so, <laughs> so, so glad I could participate in your uni study, man. <laughs> <laughs> This, this computer, we set it to the level a four-year-old would play Rocket League. And I noticed that it was 12 nil. Um, do you uh, want to talk about that, Brandon? so bad. It was honestly so bad. I'm like, yeah. oh, wow. Cool. Oh, easy bots. That's anyway. really funny. That's, that's really funny, actually. I can't believe they did that to you. That's, uh, that's I mean, it's a double blind. something I would do. That, yeah, that was pretty funny. Like, like, for science. Yeah, for science. How did that pass the ethics committee? Seriously. <laughs> Does QT have one of those? I don't think so. I don't know. <laughs> no, I, I they, they had no. I don't think so. I don't think QT probably has an ethics committee much anymore. Probably got axed with their uh, arts program as well. Relevant political discourse about the future of education in Queensland. Uh, so we should get into the yeah exactly. We should get into our session. Um, I do have a a bit of a recap to get us back into the zone. Andrew, you weren't with us last week. So I played Marco while you were away. Um, he just I, kept saying, mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Uh, a lot. <laughs> and, um, and I set Very fire nice. to a couple of things as well. Yep. I figured that was about right. He's happy. Good. You, you played it better than Andrew. Be I think honest. I filled in, I think I filled you in on most the, uh, <laughs> the smaller things that happened. Yeah. Does he know about well, you got, you got your outfit from, um, from Fen, and it's a absolutely fantastic looking outfit. I think I described it in a bit of detail last time, but I'm happy to quickly describe it for you now before we start. Um, Andrew, just so Marco knows exactly what he's looking at. So, uh, very much an improvement on your previous garb. The under cloak or the under shirt that you're wearing is now a little bit looser and has a lot more um, mobility to it. You've got a lot more movement with your arms rather than the suit jacket and uh, shirt that you were wearing before, the sort of official Fire Nation suit that's in your character art. Um, this is much more mobile, much more easier to move around in uh, and gives you a lot of extra uh, movement for your, for your fire bending. The material that is slightly flame retardant has been applied all the way up the sleeves and across the shirt and also onto the cloak as well. Uh, the cloak itself is this very fashionable, uh, long flowing cloak that actually goes 
across your shoulders. The sleeves uh, roll up and have a little pin and a button to hold them off your arms if you wanted to roll the sleeves up to expose your forearms uh, underneath. And the tails of the coat actually hold down and have a large split up the back so that you can run quite easily in it and it doesn't restrict your movement while, while moving around. Um, the hem as well is coated in an extra layer of the flame retardant material as well. It's a much thicker, much more durable outer layer. Um, the other thing that you were there for, that Marco was there for, that, that you went there for, Andrew, is that um, Finn also included in uh, Akila's outfit two hidden uh, bladders inside the sleeves to hold bending water so that uh, Akila can have some secret, secret water stashed away up his sleeves for, uh, <laughs> for easy bending. That wasn't a joke, but I'll, I'll accept the very, uh, very patronizing <laughs> laughter. He said it, just up his sleeves. No, was I? Ah. Thank you. Yeah, one for water, one for blood. Exactly right. Thank you, stream. <laughs> <laughs> you just watch as, like, as, as Akila takes down, like this earthbender walks on over and places a hand over the uh, earthbender's chest and the earthbender sort of starts twitching. It's like, what, what are you doing, Akila? Uh, just refilling my bags. Nothing. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. And as he pulls back, oh you just God. see this like stream of blood pulling up from the chest into the back. Oh. <laughs> Um, you'd fit in very well with, yeah, you'd fit in very well with the Curse of Strad campaign at this rate, uh, Aquila. Oh, it would be a crossover for sure. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, does, I mean, in a way, right, like Strad draws people to his realm of Barovia from all other planes of existence in the D&D multiverse. I mean, could be that he pulls across a kid. Nah, Why not? Even, he could. It's silly. I could, but it's... Maybe he was Yavu. <gasps> what a twist. That's an M. Night Shyamalan, the last airbender level twist, that one. Um, there actually, that, there's, a, it, there's a live action avatar coming to Netflix soon, isn't there? I thought you were just about to remind everyone about the uh, live action movie. I was no. so sure that's what, what you are about to say. I don't, think, I don't think we need to. Um, I don't know. Like, I, I think it could be. I think it'd be interesting. I know they're doing a One Piece one too that I'm pretty. I'm pretty keen to see. Just to what, just to give it a go. A, are they Are they really doing a live action One Piece? All one thousand episodes. I don't know if they're doing all one thousand <laughs> episodes, but they have. I mean, they've already got the casting. I mean, they've already got. Um, I think they've already finished filming. Terrible. No, they're actually, no, to be the CG on the the stretchy arms and the stretchy kicks. No, the CG. No. They really stretched out his. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the the actor, like the actor who they've cast strong. as Luffy, actually looks like he'd do a really good job. And you see him in interviews; it's like basically a real life Luffy. Like he's he's got that energy about him, like that very like boisterous, innocent energy. I think I think he I think he'd be good. I'm I'm keen to give it a go. I don't want to make a judgment before I see it, but um, yeah, it is a good point in that that's I a am. lot of uh, episodes they've got to catch up to. To be fair though, there's also a lot of fucking filler in One Piece. Um. Netflix. Not percentage wise, no. I'm just because it's that much. I'm watching the trailer right now. Oh my god. Yeah, he's totally paying attention. Yeah, so see, so see, yeah, apparently the live action Avatar Legends, I see chats helping us out with this. I'd heard this too. Apparently it's meant to be much more adult and much more like for young adult style setting, which part of me is like, okay. But then I did hear that the original creators, D. Martino and. I can never remember the other guy's name. They were part of it, and then they backed out. 
which doesn't make me very That's excited. Never a good thing. It's not a good sign, is it? No. It's like Henry Cavill no, and Richard. Again. It's like, hmm, <laughs> that's not a good sign. <laughs> Henry Cavill yeah. is the one who is keeping it on track. But the martial arts are going to be good because I followed the person who's trained everyone on it. Oh, okay. Well, that's good to know. Follow them where? Uh, Just around. Swim, like, <laughs> Just follow them around to their home At sometimes. Home, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really intense stalking because, like, if they find me, they could kick my ass in, like, five different <laughs> methods. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. The first season of Atlas out this year, the live action. There you go. Oh, my God. That'll be interesting. Uh, they read the first episode or two and then they dropped out. It can't be worse than the movie. I, I do feel like that's jinxing yeah. us, though. <laughs> like, yeah. I have to say. Not like this, man. Every time Not I've again. seen something, like, turned live action, it just never ends up being, like, look at Death Note. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't even bother with that. I didn't bother with yeah, that either. Were they any the good? Dragon Ball one back in, like... Oh, no, like, Dragon Ball was, was so weird. bad. That was, like, a whole, <laughs> like, fever dream. Oh, that man. wasn't Dragon Ball. That was something else. <laughs> I think I think the thing else. that got me was like when Master Roshi's like, I'm the immortal Master Roshi. He's like, my dad's dead. Oh, it's like, who wrote this script? Who approved it? Who filmed it? Who edited this? Like, how did it get to this point? And then it's like, actually, the film. Hire all problem. of your producers. Yeah. What What is going on? Yeah, no, that was that was a bit of a shit show. Look, I'm trying to reserve judgment. I want to I want to give it a go and then I will judge it absolutely unreservedly. <laughs> once it oh, comes oh, out. I mean I mean I mean we can expect the worst and be pleasantly surprised oh. if it's average. Yeah. Yeah. I would rather expect it to be awful and be pleasantly surprised than expect it to be great like I did with the first like, movie and then be horribly disappointed. Like ghosting a show wasn't too bad. Oh, apparently the timing wise was Something to do with like Avatar Studios? Hmm, interesting. Okay. Sounds like it might be political. I don't know. We'll have to look. We'll, let's see. I'm. It, do you know what? Actually, do you know what we could do? We could do all of us when the first episode comes out. Do you want to do a review behind the scenes where all of us like we'll all watch it? And then we'll come together and we'll talk about it and give it a review. If, if you'd like us to do that, let me know. What if comments. we all watch it together? We should do like a movie night in the Discord. Yeah, we could do that. Absolutely. I'm just cool. like, we probably can't awesome. show the episode. No, but we can show IL reacting to it. Yeah, we can we can react to different uh, bits of it. Watch party. Um, yeah, okay. Okay. Maybe we also, should. Also, I know just the watched the trailer for Yeah. One piece. Yeah. Yeah, it looks I terrible. I it was bad. <laughs> it was I, bad. I, so I haven't seen the trailer. I've only it seen the bad. casting. So I've got the CGI and the way they move looked bad. Oh no! Okay. The birthday present. Live action One Piece. Aren't you happy? Oh no! <laughs> well, we'll just have to watch it and see. We'll, we'll look, hey, we'll do. We will definitely do something for Avatar when the first episode comes out. I think that'd be really cool. Um, I'll let you know. I'll look up when that's happening, and we'll we'll organize that and do that as a behind the scenes. And let me know in the comments All if you'd like to see it. All of this will be um, in the on the YouTube, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not cutting any of yeah, this. Yeah, cool. This is quality so content right now. You can you you can watch my facial reactions watching the One Piece trailer. a lot of disgust. It's a lot of disgust. Could you sum it up bag. with a single facial expression right now? Yeah, he's not happy. Podcast listeners, um, yeah. he's not happy. He's it's, uh, It looks like a mixture between bad. anger and disgust. And, and like, kind of like, I ate too much dairy. <laughs> <laughs> it's gassy anger and disgust. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh my goodness. So yeah, let me let me know in the comments if you'd like us to do a review for Avatar, the live action when it comes out, or do it as a watch party, we'll or how you'd like it, us to do it. So you don't yeah. have to. <laughs> You're welcome. Unless it's really good. In that case, we'll watch it. Tell and you. Then it's we'll good, and then we'll tell you that you should yeah. watch it. Yeah, exactly right. Um, all right. Let me let me know in the comments on YouTube or on uh, or on Twitch. Uh, let me do a recap to get us back into the session so that we know what we're doing and we can jump into our story. So. The story has been following Sherva and Marco of the Fire Nation, Rung of the Earth Kingdom, Akila of the Water Tribe and Isle of the Air Nomads. With the recent death of Avatar Roku following the eruption of his volcanic island home, omens of war and conflict seem numerous. The team are currently on the trail of the four elemental spirits in an attempt to calm their rage and undo the damage done by a careless wish made of the whale spirit of the Seawong Desert. With two spirits appeased and only two to go, the team are in high spirits. Having left the Eastern Air Temple following the calming of the Sky Bison Spirit, the team have travelled through the southern regions of the Earth Kingdom. Soon after arriving on Earth Kingdom soil again, the group were met by Ruler, an old man some of the team had met previously outside the walls of Ba Sing Se, who handed over a rather odd-looking metal lantern to Marco, promising it would open when the time was right. After a brief goal. stopover in the village of Chin, just in time to participate in the Avatar Day Festival in the way only this group can, by burning most of the village to the ground, the group have flown to the nearby Kyoshi Island. After meeting with the village elder and the Kyoshi warriors and leader Koko, some of the boys went shopping while Sherva went for a, a bit of a training montage with the Kyoshi warriors, Al hiding up on a rooftop watching and trying to learn vicariously in the distance before being invited to go and do a bit of a sparring match as well. After an early morning start and a brief attempt at capture by the Chin villagers and some Earth Nation soldiers, uh, an attempt which was quickly repelled by the Kyoshi warriors and the timely setting on fire of their ships by Marco, the group have now collected their purchases, have said their goodbyes and boarded Mango once again, flying north over the ocean and passing by at least in the sky, the village of Chin, as they make their way to the Earth Kingdom city of Omashu. We left off last session with you just flying over the tip of the peninsula on which Chin Village stands. From the air, as you look down from the back of Mango, you can see that indeed quite a considerable portion of the village so shows signs of damage by fire. The stable yard as well as some of the surrounding houses have been completely destroyed and you can see patches where the fire has spread over to the walls and also partly towards the market. The massive statue of Chin, which Rung knocked down on your hasty escape out of the village, has been put back up again, but you can see the damage that's been done. The arm of the statue, which was raised holding a fist high into the air, has still yet to be reattached and is currently sitting on the ground underneath the statue. Wreaths of flowers have been placed around the statue and you can see as you fly overhead over towards the, uh, probably more towards the west, you can see there are some of the villagers kneeling before the statue, what appears to be maybe openly weeping or, or at least very upset about the state of their, their glorious statue. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, what was that? Do you want to describe what you just did, Dave, for podcast listeners? Uh, I, I held an L to my forehead because um, they love Chin Village so much. Absolutely. Um, just just a quick, quick losers. Oh. No, it's L for love. L for love, love, honey. 
Um, the temple itself that was on the edge of the cliff, or the shrine to Chin the Conqueror, uh, doesn't seem to have been affected by the fire. But you can see, uh, set up in front of it, near where the courthouse stands, a group of uh, Chin villagers working on what looks to be a large wooden dial split into many segments, a large wooden wheel, uh, as they begin making the new Wheel of Punishment. You can see them painting it from high above. My question is, what are you guys doing? As you fly overhead on the back of Mango. It's all you. (laughs) Andrew? Owen or us? Andrew. <laughs> Andrew. That's, that's, so. We stopped so, here purely so that Andrew could have fun. I wanted to know. I, I wanted to let Andrew decide what Marco would do. Yep. How far away from the temple? No, there's a temple now. So uh, up in the air, I'm assuming that you guys are flying quite high and a little bit to the west so as not to just fly over the top of the village and draw attention to yourselves. I figured probably you'd uh, want to... We, we, oh, no, we were trying to draw attention to ourselves to show that we were flying north. Right? In that case, you're yeah. flying right over the top of the town, hence why you've got so much, of a, so much of a good view of everything that's going on below. I'd say you're probably like 30, 40 metres up above the town, so not very far. Hey, hey guys, do you, do you think they can see us? They better. I, th- I think that's the point, right? And then I'll start shooting oh. like f- fire at the like, close buildings that we pass by. Um, Do you actually? I mean, I, I assume you're not should... like close enough that you should... can shoot fireballs. At yeah, them, the, the, right? it's like... 30, 40, right? It, we 30, 40 meters. Yeah. 20, right? Was the furthest? Yeah. Yeah. So, Wait, like, you can I, shoot I fireballs 20 meters? So he can do the little ones, but they, they quickly drop off and lose power by the end of that. It's like the maximum range he can shoot fire. I, think, I did we, not see anything like that in any of the the, the anime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. when you see all the time, you do. When yeah, they're yeah. Um, shooting up towards upper, when he's yeah, flying over, the like the ship, they sort of curve up and. How, how much? How much? Like, do they have to do a run up, or are they just standing still when they do it? Oh, um, he need a little bit of a run up. They generally just do like um like a shift few steps movement. forward. Mm. Yeah. Kind of like wow. how you would step forward with one hand and. And I'm not another. trying to like burn them. I'm just trying to get like the distance, so it's not going to be mm. massive at the end. It's just going to be like a little spark. It's, yeah, it's like a candle flame by attention. the end of that arc, Dave. Yeah. Just so you know, like it, it really quickly drops off by the end of that twenty meters. It's that's like the maximum distance. And Marco, as well, is not trained at long range combat. This is not his speciality. Like that yeah. twenty meter would do nothing to anyone. Yeah, like you could you could take that look down and go, oh, I'm a bit warm. It's like a birthday candle. Birthday candles for days. Birthday candles for days. Just make sure you don't get <laughs> um, Mango's fur on fire, because um, I think I think that would be really bad if Mango caught fire. So just just be careful, Marco. I'll try my best. As I'm just, like, you just hold her steady. Fire left, right, center. Um, do, you know, do you know what else I've just, just Mango looks like one of those well. like UAVs that just have all the flares that shoot out the back of it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Rain it down, boys. <laughs> the fire comes out. Um, as, as Mango flies over towards the village and you just start passing over, ori- uh, initially there's a bit of a silence from the town. You, hear, you see a few people looking up and pointing, and then as fire begins to poof, poof, over the sides of Mango, you hear the sound of a bell being rung, the sounds of cries and screams coming from below. And very quickly, uh, you're probably the first person to notice this. As you're flying Mango over the village, you see up ahead towards the town gates around the um, the actual front gate, 
a group of soldiers pull out bows and begin knocking arrows. With a smooth motion, they pull back. And then this rain of arrows <laughs> flies up towards Mango. I steer Mango like, like upwards. The zoom worked really well for that. That was fantastic. <laughs> okay, so what I'm if going to... If I hold Mango steady, are you able to create like a shield of air around us? I can like try to blast some air back. So does she ever run over and grab the reins? Is that... Yeah. Because we're just flying like straight, so yeah. I would just need to hold her steady. It wouldn't be overly hard. Well, Shiva, as you, as you dive um, forward and pull back on the reins sort of tipping Mango's head up and getting her to fly a little bit higher. Al, um, could I get you to roll with focus? Can I describe what I'm going to try and do first? Go for it, and then I'll change that okay. depending on what you want to do. Because I imagine the, the arrows are coming out from the bottom of a mango, so there's no yeah. real way to like use my airbending to do it while on top of mango. Oh, so, so the so, arrows are arching up to sort of fall towards you. So the, the, the way they're firing isn't to... Because to shoot up and hit something immediately above you is actually a little bit tricky because the way the arrows yeah. arc, it's much easier to aim at a bit of an arc so that they come down and land on whatever's flying towards you. It's a much easier technique for, for archers. Um, okay. Um, I guess I'll seize them. Uh, Sheva grabs the reins. I'll he goes to action and he, he just leaps off Mango, grabs his two little hand fans that he just got and gives a good blast. Which oh, is enough to send him backwards as well. Sick. <laughs> okay, and so, so and that would also kind of push you back onto Mango's head yeah. as well. Yeah, and yeah, even yeah. if I miss, I still have my glider as well. So very true. Alrighty, that is oh. a ten. Ten. That is a full success, I believe. Yes, yes, it is. As you jump forwards and whack your fans together, bringing them out, this concussive blast of air pushes out the arrows go wild some of them being pushed up too high the rest being pushed down towards the town oh being pushed down towards the town i'll deal with that in a second um <laughs> as the arrows begin raining onto the citizens of chin village um as you as you blast them out of the way we're there uh you then fall backwards landing on marco uh, on marco landing on mango's head <laughs> quite easily and sort of rolling back uh probably falling back onto sherva a little bit of sherva kind of like moves a little bit to the side to avoid being taken out by you as you land onto Mango's head. Not a single arrow strikes into Mango as Sherva pulls up expertly and you dodge that first wave of arrows. That sudden rush forwards sends Akila, Rung and Marco off balance, falling backwards into the saddle uh, as you pull up. I am going to get, because Marco specifically said he was standing to the side and throwing down fireballs, which means you're not holding onto the saddle or sitting down. You are standing up. I'm going to get you to quickly roll for me. Um, I'm going to say... Passion. I don't think it's a passion roll. It's definitely not a passion roll. I was rolling... I was tossing up between focus or harmony. To be honest, I, I think it's... Probably. Focus. Focus. Yeah. Harmony? Nah, it's focus. <laughs> you're focusing on keeping on your feet. Oh, he's not looking happy. What's that roll? Wait for it to come through. Come on, baby. Ten. Absolute success. You piece of oh. shit. You watch you as... absolutely fall off. <laughs> Marco, <laughs> you just step to the side, taking it in your stride, and as you fall backwards, you actually turn it into momentum for one last fireball over the top of Mango's tail that shoots down towards the, uh, the village, striking into the remains of the statue 
uh, of Chin the Conqueror <laughs> and just splashing fire across the back of the head of this statue. Oh, actually, no, do you know what? Even better. It falls a little bit short and catches the wreaths around the statue on fire. <laughs> this final blast as the as the wreaths begin burning, you hear these cries of, Aah! from like down below as the villagers begin panicking. Uh, then the arrows fall. Um, I'm going to, just to simulate randomness in this case, I'm just going to roll a deep hundred. Uh, okay, 90. Uh, you watch as all the arrows <laughs> begin slamming into the rooftops, not a single one striking anyone in the village below. Ah, oh, boo! <laughs> boo! More murder! <laughs> Kill them all! <laughs> I, I know they said that the new live-action avatar was going to be a little bit more, a little bit more adult, but I don't think it's going to be that adult. And yeah, we're matching. Like we're matching the tone of the like, kids' show. Write that down. Write that down. <laughs> we're, we're trying our best to match the the tone of the show as much as possible. So we're like, we're, we'll ha we're happy to things imply don't death. die that we know of. We imply, yeah, we'll imply death heavily. Um, oh yeah. Actually, even Cora, to be honest, sometimes it's not even implied. It's pretty explicit death. Like, pretty sure two of the bad guys blow themselves up on a boat, and you just. I see always the saw Cora as being like a more grown-up version mm. of Atla. Well, they, they tried to pitch it to our generation, that those who'd watched yeah. it yeah. as young adults, uh, as, as young teenagers, then Cora was kind of for those who'd grown up and, yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I grew up Korra. with the show. Took me a while to get into, but once I did, and because I was just so, I was like, ah, oh, this is different. It's different. Um, I took a little bit to get used to it, but actually I, I really enjoy Cora in hindsight. And I've watched it again since I first tried and I actually really enjoyed it the second time around. Yeah. Just, I think it, it just, was hard because she starts the, she starts off as like a spoiled brat. Just like, yeah. It's hard to relate to that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm on my love. Yeah, yeah. Look, I have to say, I thought the villains in Korra were fantastic. Um, who was that airbender? Um, oh, I can't remember his name. Not Kahir? Zahir? Zephyr? Yeah, I was someone who's watched it. <laughs> Zahir. I was so close. Zahir. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, huge, huge fan. I thought he was fantastic. I loved him. He was absolutely terrifying. Um. Awesome. So as as you then speed over and begin moving towards the forest that uh, borders onto the edge of Chin Village, out of range of the bows and arrows, uh, Mango lets out a bit of a cry. And as you look down over the edge aisle, you can see, actually all of you as, you, as you look back over the edge of the saddle, you can see the village in pure chaos. People running around, trying to run for cover, a number of the soldiers rushing out and standing at the front gates, fists shaking in the air. The wheel of punishment is waiting for you! As he sees you flying overhead, you see the mayor of Chin Village. It's just in the background. It's broken. <laughs> <laughs> We're fixing it! <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Alrighty. Is there anything you would like to be doing during your journey towards the city of Omashu? The pathway that you're um, currently on heading up from Chin Village leads you around the coast for a little bit uh, and then uh, a little bit inland. You can border along the desert um, as you do so. Oh, I just realized what's exactly. Can I, can I, can I say? Yeah. Um, we don't want to give Chin Village, like we don't want to give Chin Village too much of an idea where we're going. Yep. Um, on top of that, I imagine wind currents work better along the coast. Yep. 
So I think I think we'll like circle like we'll head I'm looking at a map. Mm-hmm. We'll head northwest from Chin Village and then slingshot around the coast to Amashu. So we're not heading directly there and we're not gonna see the wheel of punishment in Amashu if we're if we're lucky. <laughs> Fair enough. So the I mean look, if you if you were to um head across the forests at first and then move through around the coast it'd be very hard for them to know exactly where you're headed at this point it'd just look like you're headed north north of where you are there's so many destinations there's the desert itself immediately to the northeast of where you are basing say across that um yeah there's there's a lot of places that they could presume you're headed or or lose you there's a lot of places yeah but we we also thought going south from chin there's a lot of places south from Chin as well, and they found us at Kyoshi. Well, to be fair, there's only one real place immediately south of Chin, and that is Kyoshi Island. Otherwise, it's just kind of empty land and, and unused territories before you then hit the southern water track. Yeah, fair enough. Because you've got to head west if you want to get to the southern air temple, and immediately south of Chin Village is Kyoshi Islands. So it's kind of like, I don't know. I, <laughs> I, think, I think it's not outside the realms of possibility that if they saw you flying south towards Kyoshi Islands, the thought would immediately be, oh, we'll check there first. If we don't find them there, then we'll head to keep, we'll keep going south until we find them. Worst case scenario, Kyoshi Island would have seen them. So like track yeah. you guys down. Uh, awesome. Okay, perfect. As you begin flying, uh, sort of moving around the coastline a little bit to throw off the, um, the potential pursuers, the land beneath quickly falls way to forests and mountain ranges. And as you fly for the next two or three hours, the landscape remains unchanged. As you cross the edge of the mountain ranges and begin moving further north along the coastline, which bends and curves around towards the east, forming a bit of a half-moon bay, you see before you a vast expanse of trees, almost like a sea below you of greenery. And in the very center, far in the distance, dominating the horizon, is this enormous banyan tree. It's easily hundreds and hundreds of meters tall. Its branches stretching out across the lands below, forming this vast higher canopy. You can see vines as thick as tree trunks hanging down from its boughs into the forest below, as well as curling back up again, forming this almost network of vines. And as you glance over the side and look down below into the forest, you can see the glimpse of water and light reflected, revealing a vast network of canals and estuaries below you, an enormous swamp. Rung, you're probably the only person who would know about the swamp below because you are of the Earth Kingdom. Um, of course. Exactly right. And also, the, you're not too far from Lai Wowo. Um, Lai Wowo. relying on Rung to know anything. You are relying on Rung to know things. Uh, good fucking luck. Um, so your your village, Lai Wowo, uh, Rung, would probably be a little bit to the north of Omashu, but not too far. Um, it probably would be one of the smaller villages, maybe in between Gaipan or Senlin Village. The um, So Gaipan Village is the one that Jet tried to flood, um, and Senlin Village was the one where the panda spirit, I don't know if you remember the black and white spirit that episode, it's sort of halfway between those two, maybe along the coast rung near that area of forest land, right in the heart of the Earth Kingdom, um, just a little bit north of Omashu. You're, yeah, you would probably have heard stories about the swamp. A very 
odd place that Earth Nation citizens actually rarely visit. You know that there are dangerous creatures that live in its depths. You know of the various um, various creatures that uh, that haunt the waterways and the air around it. But the tree itself and the forest, you probably would have heard of stories, maybe from your childhood, of a Earth Nation king, one of the uh, the rulers of Amashu, wanting to construct a large summer palace along the borders of the river, just a little bit to the north. And needing lots of wood to help with the, um, the scaffolding and construction, they began cutting down the borders of the forest. This probably occurred a couple of couple of generations ago so the story that you've heard passed down i'd say probably your grandma rung oh let's fucking do it rung come sit on my knee and i'll tell you i'll tell you about the story of the forest that moved the forest that ate the kingdom (laughs) what is what does baby rung sound like this is what this is the reason i'm doing this coming (laughs) Uh, would you like to try again yeah i'm i'm five years old I'm ready. <laughs> do <you> wanna... <laughs> Why do you sound like Bill Coming. and Ted the Flower Pot Man? There we go. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you sound like one of those um, Age of Empires villages. Food, water. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. I was thinking more like Warcraft 3. <laughs> Baby Rug. He goes, something you're doing? <laughs> Tell me a story, Grandma. <laughs> Oh my god, yes, yes please. Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> what? what? Swampy Yoda. And I just thought Swamp and Yoda. I'm like... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Um, I'm trying to remember if there was like if there was a specific name the Swamp had, but I don't think it ever was given a specific name. I think it's always just the Swamp. The Swamp. Thank, thank just you. Just the Swamp. Thanks for that's that. Differently. Thank you. Does it not have a... <laughs> Does it not have no. a name? I'm l- looking it up right now. Um, the f- and then there's foggy the swamp. foggy swamp. Foggy swamp. That's or the it. foggy bottom swamp. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm going to call it the foggy swamp. Banyan Grove Tree is the massive <laughs> tree that, uh, that stands in the center. Mr. Swamp. Fuck off, Shroopy. <laughs> <laughs> you disgust me. Um, yeah, it's Mrs. Swamp. Yeah, misgendering the swamp. Unbelievable. Um, Run, let me tell you about the the foolish king of Omashu. This was during the time of Avatar Kurok. There was a king, ruler of Omashu. After Kurok's untimely demise, he decided to build a vast palace on the banks of the nearby river. Why are you looking at cards? What is going on? I just, I just imagine Rung's just like paying attention, not paying attention. He's just playing with something in his hands. Just got cards. Like, <laughs> uh-huh. Some real fucking method acting here. Um, <laughs> this is. We this all is know how we feel about method actors. So <laughs> I pay attention. I just shuffle cards when I'm just like with my hands down here. And, well, this king. Yeah, that's what name, you're doing. <laughs> his name <laughs> was, was King Pong, <laughs> and he he was the brother of the Earth. King of Ba Sing Se, and he was ruling Omashu as the viceroy. Well, he decided to build a vast summer palace along the banks of the river. He sent all of the nearby villages, villages from Laiwowo as well, were sent and called upon to help chop down the Banyan Grove Forest, the foggy swamp. Well, 
For the first two days, the workers cut away at the trees, and the next morning they'd return. Trees had regrown, and the lumber that they had harvested had rotted to nothing. As you can imagine, this angered the king, made him very cross. He thought the workers were cheating him, he thought the workers were doing this. So he got more, pulled in more people from surrounding villages. Your grandfather, Rung, was one of the people pu- pulled in to... Yes, absolutely. He cut timber before he dug coal? Why? Oh, no, this this was while he was still a coal miner. All the mines were shut down, and he was brought to harvest wood and help chop down the forest. Well, your grandfather, like you, Rung, was a savvy man, and he knew that it was probably not wise to muck around with a place so clearly belonging to the spirits. Well, the Earth King didn't like that, and so he and the rest of the villagers from Lai Wo, who refused to participate in the logging, were kept in cages overnight. The next morning when they awoke, all of the workers, the palace that had been constructed, had all been claimed by the swamp, gone. Vast drag marks and vines covering the earth around, but those who'd refused to cut down the swamp, they found their cages had rotted, and they were free to return home. That is why you do not anger the spirits of the swamp, Rung. So I won't anger the spirits of the swamp ever, Nan. I don't want to turn into a rotted team and get dragged into you. the swamp. <laughs> And that's promise the... to never cut down a tree in this one. <laughs> and that's what you remember. Scouts on. Honor. That's, yeah. that's what you remember from your from your like grandmother's story. There's also this other story that she told you about the um the tortoise hare and the hare tortoise that had a race, but given that they were both just variations of tortoise hares, um they both tied. <laughs> 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 Good story, man. <laughs> Can't wait to get my inheritance one day. Well, the, t- the tortoise <laughs> hare bragged and bragged, but the hare tortoise—he <laughs> was quiet and and, and he, he he let his confidence speak for itself. But at the end of the day, they both tied. <laughs> but he, but oh, wait, I was going to say one by a hare, but no, they both tied. Damn, so pun. To this day, they still run across the Earth Kingdom. Um. Uh, so, Rung, that's what you remember about your. That's probably one of the stories you remember from uh, from the foggy swamp. I love, I love how like my plan for this was going to be just like, oh, just just like drop a little a little hint that the swamp could be. There's this some stuff going on there, and then I was like, fuck it, let's just let's just role play a, a bedtime story <laughs> with Nano Nano like Rung Nano Bolo. Bolo. Yeah, Nano Bolo. This story will really bowl you over, Rung. <laughs> <laughs> and then she gets out a cricket bat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she just smacks you with a bit of coal. Ah, <laughs> oh, Nan, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, no, Nan. <laughs> I just, like, as I have this, <laughs> just fills a stocking with coal. Yes. <laughs> oh, man, that's bad. Wake up. Uh, I tell this story to everyone, and as I share the same story, I was like, Hey everyone! Ah, <clears throat> uh, the interesting thing about the forest, by the way. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. <laughs> Freudian slip, one could say. Oh, it's, it sounds like people want us to have a new series on YouTube called Nana Rung's Bedtime Stories. I could do it as like an ASMR thing if you like. I had someone because I Hi. did the. So he no no fun story. So the first episode of Tears of the Kingdom because it was like two a.m. when I was recording it and I didn't want to wake Alice up. I was talking a little bit quietly and doing 
like this sort of inside voice for Tears of the Kingdom. And like, I've had people be like, this is great ASMR <laughs> in the comments. <laughs> Thing is though, when they get to episode two, when it's like 6am, I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> it's like immediately very much louder. <laughs> People so, are just um, like, oh wow, I just discovered this new channel. Yeah. It's so good to sleep to. Oh, the episode came out. Yeah, oh, God, I can't wait on the inside voice. <laughs> then they turn it on, it's like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> episode two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry, headphone listeners. Um, but also, The Lost ASM Archives. It's a great name and you love it. Um, Oh, sorry. Sorry, people who had to listen to that. That would have been quite loud. I don't know how loud it was. Hopefully the noise gate reduced it a bit for you. No. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Maybe I'll come back and like, I'll edit that down a bit quieter so it's not as deafening. I, the fact that I could hear it on my own feedback tells me that it was bad. Sorry about that. Um, anyway, Rung, that's what you share. Just the screech. Mm. That's all you that's, share. That's what you share. Yeah, that's what you I share. Just screech like a pterodactyl. Everyone like. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, that's weird, Brandon. I mean, Brandon. <laughs> sorry, I was just, I was just channeling uh, my great, 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 great grandmother's story <laughs> that she told me when I was a young reptile hatching from an egg. <laughs> trees in the swamp um i don't know if there's a reason to go there or not I thought he meant to is there a reason the to tree. not cut down the trees i mean no like to no, go to the no... swamp in general if there's anything to say but so there you cut them down right uh probably burn as well what I happens if we set fire general to the rain I'm pretty sure I was going to sing that. I'm like, ah, no, I'm not doing that for you. I got you covered. <laughs> then you don't have me covered if you're not doing it for me. <laughs> it's like, if you don't do it, then you don't oh, have me no. covered. I was worried about DMCA. Like, oh, there's no way us singing I Set Fire to the Rain out of tune is going to get. Thank you. There's no way that's getting copyright striped. That'd be ridiculous. Who knows? Out of very tune. You watch yourself. so close to her. You have no idea. <laughs> like, I am offended. Uh, <laughs> you do it in Nana Rung's voice. <laughs> and I set fire to the rain. Yeah. That's it anyway. Amazing. Perfect, perfect. I said, um, who was that, I'm by the way? Sure with fire. You can fire bad. Is that Rung's advice? Fire yeah. bad? Fire bad. Yeah, pretty sure Nan was just like, in general, don't harm these trees. They will probably murder you, I'm pretty sure. So don't harm we them. We could tree. take them. The trees would murder us? I'm pretty sure. Like she said, like big vines grab people, dragged him into the swamp. I don't think Nan would lie. Like she was very old when she said these things and she has a great, might have had a good, me she had a memory. So I'm pretty sure she wouldn't lie. <laughs> you sure I'm she certain. was your Nan though, right? Oh yeah, definitely my Nan. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, did, um, she, did she tell you that, or her, or your mum? Nah, that was that was Nana Rollo told me that one. A Bolo, sorry. <laughs> Don't even know your last name that you came up with. That's pretty bad. <laughs> that 
that's, uh, that's been, pretty shit. I've been, <laughs> I've been dealing with something today that has a very similar <laughs> name to me. So you've been eating lots of uh, Rollos. We get it. You've got a chocolate. You've yeah, yeah, Rollos. Oh, yum. exactly. No, and he didn't share any. I'd like to point out. Oh no, I got Daryl Lee Rocky Road this afternoon, so I was happy. Fucking well, Daryl. What would you guys like to do? <laughs> Yeah, we can check it out. I don't think there's a need to go down. Do we there, have right? any? Like, do we actually have any need to go down there? Like, aren't we trying to save Mr. Library? Like, there, there is a timeline, right? Moving? Yeah, Mr. Library is sharing it because it's cool. Like, we have to go save yeah. Mr. Library, and then we also have to go to like this town and like light this lantern. But don't we want to see it'll, it'll if, if Nana, if Nana Bolo was right? I don't give two shits about your Nana. Hi. Whoa. No, no, Shreva has a point. Shreva has a very good point. No, she doesn't. You should all give a shit about my nan. She told us this story. Well, she told you. Now we're safe. She told a useless story that has no bearing on what we're doing or what our current objective is. If she didn't tell us a story, we still wouldn't have stopped there. Frank sits down and just like faces towards the back off Mango's like, I'm talking shit about my nan. You're probably... Paying the most attention. I'll, I'll, I will jump back to you, Akila. Don't worry. Uh, you're probably paying the most attention because you have to kind of be looking out where you're flying mango. Your pathway is leading directly towards the the huge, enormous banyan tree rising high above the foggy swamp. As you just happen to glance around, keeping an eye on the horizon, keeping watch of where you are, for a second, you see what looks like this flash of reflected light off water. And as you look down, you see something moving rapidly through the trees below before it disappears from view. Something long and sinewy, slightly reflective. Hey, uh, did, did you guys, did, did anyone see that? No, we're talking shit about Rung's Nan. What did you see down there? There was like, there was like a long flying eel in the trees with scales that reflected and... That's what caught my eye. I mean, that sounds like Told another great reason Where was to this just not story? stop here. Where was this in your Nan's story? Nan, Nan didn't say anything about a fleshy lizard light eel. She just said it was bad to go there and you get dragged in and could die. I don't think she said that. Now, I don't think that's anything that was part of the story. No, I, um, I, I, I was very close. I'm pretty sure we it was just don't damage the trees and <laughs> you should be fine. It does concern me that I literally read this out liberties. to Brandon a few minutes ago and like <laughs> Rung can't even... Like, although I guess it makes sense that Rung's getting it wrong because he heard it as a child. So maybe... <laughs> and he was playing with cards. <laughs> and he was playing with cards. As, maybe this does yeah, make sense. He was very distracted. Like, oh yeah, man. Yeah, in yeah, fact, yeah. the other players who weren't even there in the timeline recall yeah. the story better than he does. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit concerning, isn't it's, it? It's basically the same thing. It's just bad juju down there. It's just dangerous. Cut the trees. So let's not go. So we're not stopping. We're not going to go investigate that flying eel thing, Bobby Huzma. What's it? And we're going to live happy lives. Yes. I mean, there's no reason I'll, to. I'll, unless I'll lower we... mango just a bit. Uh, just have a little. Can room. I? Can I sit next to Rung? Yes. On the back, and I'll just be like. If I have I to burn down a forest, I like your man's story. Appreciate that, man. What did Akila say? That's okay. I like, 
I said I liked Just... I liked your Nana's story. Oh, I appreciate that, man. Lame. But you can say if it's a boring story or not. That's okay. She did ramble a lot in her old age. A lot. I don't remember much of it already. She was but a bit racist. It was nice. <laughs> she was <a> racist. <laughs> Me too. Race against like other vendors or other? Yeah, it'd be yeah. Like she other a, nations. Yeah, run. Explain yourself. <laughs> Explain how uh, you're racist in the Avatar lands. Well, not, not the didn't, didn't really like the sand people. Uh, she didn't really like firebenders. <laughs> Wasn't a big fan I mean, of those. Fair, guys. Though, like, you guys know one firebender. How do you feel about firebenders so far on this campaign? Pretty, Better. pretty bad. <laughs> I mean, seems to catch a lot of things on fire, so live up to the name. But better. I've made my own decisions in life as I've gone around. You guys are right. Nice to him than I would have been. <laughs> oh. As you begin moving a little bit lower and searching through the trees, did you want to roll me a assess a situation check? I would love to. I thought you might. The answer is don't go there. Keep playing. That is a 13. 13. Ask away, my friend. What Are we in danger? For? As you like, down, Is that thing yeah. like hunting us? Yep. Okay. And like, or danger from anything else. Yeah, yep. As you look down and begin peering through the trees, you realize as you look closer, what you saw wasn't something organic. It looks like a, a long canoe made out of a dark stained wood that's moving through the canals. And as you peer through the foliage, you can see two people sitting on it dressed in what look to be green clothes or maybe clothes made out of foliage as you have a bit of a closer look at them they seem to be cruising through the uh, trees below that speed that they moved with before was moving down between two trees it looks like there was a little bit of a natural um, rapids area and now that the water has leveled out a little bit they seem to be cruising along a natural thoroughfare a natural canal between the swamp between the tree trunks what you also see rather unexpectedly sitting on the canoe with them is an airbender. Not dressed in the same robe colours that you are, the oranges, yellows, and reds, but darker colours, more focusing on that darker crimson, burnt orange coloration. Sitting in the middle of the canoe. In terms of things tracking you or danger, not that you can spy, uh, not from up in the air. But looking down into the depths of the swamp below, you know that there are likely creatures, predators lurking in the water. Maybe some um, alligator eels. Creatures that can uh, rise up out of the water quite rapidly. So you could say the two people pushing the canoe are camouflaged with, with, with foliage, like you said. Yeah, dressed in very in either green clothing or, or clothing to, to resemble foliage, or actually clothing yeah. made out of foliage themselves. Okay, yeah, so not not like earthbender green, but like actual no. just like camouflage green. Yeah, like this sort of dappled camouflage green. To your eyes, Al, it almost looks like they're wearing clothes made out of leaves. And um... And just one airbender in the... Just one airbender. One could extrapolate as the guiding wind 
uniform. That coloration, those darker colors that you've seen, which actually are a little bit of history for you. The the darker colors are, um, you, you would know this, that's the, the darker colors in the, in the very distant past of the Air Nomads. Often the coloration, the dyeing of the cloth would signify different levels of spiritual enlightenment. But over time, that was seen as being a bit competitive and ostentatious and actually not in line with the harmonious nature of the airbenders but the guiding wind have tried to sort of reclaim that as a sign of their spiritual superiority over other airbenders and air nomads and so they they wear those darker colors that aren't commonly used anymore hey hey guys what we we kind of figured that they were taking mr library to amashu but yeah. it was really, it could have just been in the direction of Amashu and they could be hiding in these swamps. Is this because like, if you look down there... Is this the same, like, uh, direction? We're, we're south of Amashu. Like, we're just a bit south of Amashu. Just a little bit south? Okay. Yeah. Um, that's correct, right? Um, yeah. You're flying over the, the swamp at this point. You're now over the fucking yeah, yeah, swamp. Yeah, but, but yeah. we are, we're like, Amashu is not further north from where Oh, we are. yeah, Amashu is probably yeah. a, a full day, maybe a day and a half flight from here. Okay. So, like, they could have a hideout here and they could be... I mean, that guy down there looks like he's the guiding wind. And those two look like they're trying to hide from anyone seeing them from above. Do you guys want to... Do, do you think Mr. Library's here? Maybe. Should, should we... It's a pretty dangerous area, though. And uh, and Cher was right to say that. Hurt the trees, though, I don't know if we cut down trees. We have Marco, guys. <laughs> I have... This area is pretty dangerous, sir. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I've not hurt a living tree. Can we put some gloves on that? I mean, technically the wood, the houses, the wood was still alive. Oh, well. Uh, Marco about to say he has self-control and lie to all of us. That would have been a deception check. You did just firebomb a town, so you better not lie to us, man. (laughs) I tell you, my intentions are strictly honorable. <laughs> it's all out of my system now, guys. You got it's it okay. out of you? Yep. I, I believe him, Lighter. I don't know if I, I believe him. Because he knows the the swamp would get him if he does anything to it. <laughs> don't know how my nan sounds like. <laughs> Is that, that what now. I sounded like when I was doing Nana Rolo? <laughs> no, not at all. Oh, not I went from Nan to Witch. Yeah. <laughs> and if you break my covenant, I'll brew your bones into a delicious potion or a lotion. My skin's a bit dry. Witches in like The Witcher. <laughs> Crazy. Oh god. Uh, which oh, direction is the sun from us? Uh, it's because you guys left in the morning, the sun's almost directly overhead. It's probably just about midday. Hence why as you're um, flying over the, the swamp, you get that brilliant reflection of the light below, letting you know where the water is in the in the swamp. So yeah, I'd probably say it's almost exactly should, midday. Should we um like go out of their sight so they don't spot us, guys? Yeah. Yeah, yeah we can okay, give it a go. Um, and then maybe try to tail them? 
Do we what, have how do we feel? any kind of like spyglass or anything like that? Anyone's in stories? I'd imagine probably not. I have nothing of the sort. Uh, I was gonna say I don't think we've ever like seen that in a shop or anything where one of us would have. I I also it. don't think even if I've described it, you would have bought it. Uh, a spyglass. You go like this. And, like, you can, can seem like, yeah, like you're really well, like, zooming in. Can a killer? No, so, no. I probably like, would have because we're on a certain. <laughs> oh, the bug's life thing with the oh, with yeah, the you death. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I love it. I knew exactly where I was going with yeah, that yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can I try that? No, I'm going to explain optically why that doesn't work. Um, right. I really <laughs> made a mistake uh, letting yeah, the, uh, an optometrist. One bit you'll. Right with me there. That's all. I'm also. Uh, We're on the same page. I'm also. I'm yeah. also jumping in on Marco's. Oh, if you cup your hands like a telescope and move your hands away, you can like zoom in. No, what you're doing is creating a pinhole effect with the limited aperture of your eyes, which moves light into a parallel beam, so that you can see things with higher focus, but you're not zooming in. You can't zoom. There's no way when for a human to zoom in their eyes without going moving forwards or moving backwards. Yeah, I go like, I what you're saying believe. is you focus on yes, something, though. I do believe Owen just derailed the campaign. No, that wasn't me. That was these guys talking about Bugs Life and G-Drop. Nice try. Um, Which one first said Bugs Life? Uh, that would have been Brandon. It was Brandon. Archie. It was Brandon. Well, you said, you, you didn't say Bugs Life. You just said... <laughs> you just said a, you said a quote, yeah. What's the outcome, kids? I thought I said Who derailed us? You said dude Oh, drug. yeah, you did say Bugs Life, yeah. Are you, are you now then, running like, yeah. a poll in chat every session, Brie, for who derails yes. us? Yeah, Absolutely, you, I you am. You mentioned Bugs Life, <laughs> and then I took it and ran. Yeah, yeah. You, you what were the bets? Like, describe who, who won that? It was all all bets were on Andrew. <laughs> 250 on Andrew, 30 on Rung, and 10 on Owen. So much on me, Jesus I Christ. Know. Even last session, I forgot <laughs> to take your name out of it. You still had the most. <laughs> what even here? It's pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, uh, anyway. That's pretty funny. <laughs> um. Uh, yeah. Probably. Probably. Then. Um. Sherva. Back to what you were saying. Yeah. I don't have you done I don't think you've done much shopping for a while though because you didn't go while you were at Kyoshi when, where the guys went yeah so I only went at Chin Village and that's where I bought the tent and I asked like what they had kind of thing but there wasn't really anything else that interested me so I'm not sure no. if like it even would have been mentioned or if it would have even been something that Chin Village would really have a, no whereas a spyglass maybe or something Kyoshi would have but yeah, the boys wouldn't have thought to look for it. Hundred percent, the pirate ship would have had them when the guys went to the pirate ship. Hundred uh, percent. You're yeah. raising your hands, uh, Archie. Yep. Uh, we never bought one. Thank you for that. We know. Yes. <laughs> he was just trying to figure out if he ever would have, if we ever would have been in a position to buy one. Yeah, you would have when you and I'll explored the pirate ship. One hundred and ten percent, you would have been able to buy a spyglass. I there. think there was even one mention. I bought fans I and a pet rock for Rung. <laughs> by the magazines. I'm you pretty sure, thinking back, that you did actually mention there being some kind yeah. of spyglass in there. I, I don't I recall think that. I remember <laughs> the word spyglass, but then you also said there was boobs, so. Yeah, everyone got distracted by the porn. I don't, I definitely never once described oh, sorry. using that word. Hint <laughs> 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 A promiscuous I, woman on a fan, ooh. <laughs> 
I, ju- I just described it uh, as a ow. beautiful painting of um, some some women, and as Arl unfolds it, you realise that they're quite scantily clad. You quickly close it up. Your innocent little minds, not wanting to be corrupted by the. Uh... And Al blushed. Innocence. Yeah, furiously. Uh, uh, how many people have Lincoln we bio? What's that mean? Lincoln bio. <laughs> 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 yeah, get them only from OnlyFans. Um, no, so uh, unfortunately, unfortunately, you do not have a spyglass with you, Sherba, in answer to your question. Yeah. Okay. We can always oh, just drop down on them. We do have dew drops. Al, you do have one more question. Um, have they seen us? The no, it doesn't look like they've seen you. If they have, they they're not reacting in the slightest. The thing that's kind of helping you out with the sun being directly overhead. Yeah, that's. It's actually quite hard for anyone below to see you if you are directly above them. If you're off towards the sides. The tree canopies are helping to cover your tracks as well. In fact, the the difficulty you're having seeing through the canopy uh, to, to the waterways below is even worse for those below trying to look up directly at the sun. Um, you get the sense that probably it's going to be quite hard to spot you from below. Anyone who's at eye level with you guys will not have that problem. If anyone's up in the Banyan Grove tree, for example, or in the canopy looking across, not as much trouble. Yeah, I have no problem seeing you right now, Al. Hey! <laughs> Um, further up the canal, does, can I see where it leads? Like, I guess this doesn't count as much. The waterway, <laughs> I can I can tell you for free, the waterways are a maze of interconnected canals and rivers. So imagine imagine that there is a vast lake. I just, I, I just imagine, I imagine Bree with a spyglass turning the aisle. And Al's just like that. <laughs> just waving. But all you can see is like Al's nose hey. and one of his eyes. <laughs> just, like, just like the movement of the hand over the... <laughs> As you look over, Al just goes... <laughs> showing off his like upper teeth. But we don't have a spyglass. That never happens. So that doesn't happen. Exactly. We don't? Anyway, sorry to interrupt you. Uh, no, 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 it's okay. So, so imagine, imagine, imagine a vast lake. Um, that is filled with trees. The roots which grow down and through the water, the trunks rising up, forming these uh, almost like natural walls blocking off sections of the waterway. So the canals are formed by the trunks of the trees and the roots themselves. Um, The water itself covers this entire area as far as you can see. There, There are maybe a few spots of dry land below, but for most of the pathway below it just looks like water i can see andrew's really confused by that it's just like pulling does it connect to the ocean uh like, it does like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Boy, yeah, yeah. All, all so it's just, all, it's just a giant it mangroves it's a massive mangrove swamp but probably it becomes yeah. fresh water not too far in like the density of the okay. trees and how closely packed they are you get the sense that yeah it would be fresh water not too far in cool yeah probably only the border trees would be dealing Green with the salt. fresh water are we para- are we like para dropping onto them in the canoe or like what's happening? No, we're like, just following like, them. Like ODST style. Yeah, ODST style. Like game <laughs> pot. I think if we keep this same pace with them, so they can't look directly up at us at any time, like we just stay like directly above them, we'll be able to follow them and see where they're going. If they go somewhere that we can't see through the canopy, we should try to drop down and see where they are. Yes. Yeah. 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 And um. I'll make a special note not to cast a shadow of mango onto the canoe. <laughs> so trying to stay back a little bit. So hovering, yeah, hovering yeah, above, yeah. looking down towards them, but staying just yeah. behind so that if they were to look up, 
straight up, they're just going to be looking at the sun. If they were to look back, they're going to see maybe a shadow very, very occasionally, but hidden by the foliage. Mm. Cool. Alrighty. As you begin following along, even though the canopy above blocks them from view, sometimes for a couple of seconds, sometimes for almost a minute, with all of you focused on looking, not just Al, with all of you helping out and, and focusing your attention on trying to track this canoe, you do stay relatively in pace with it. Before too long, though, the undergrowth below becomes even thicker, vines choking the upper canopy and making it harder to know where they're going. In fact, you almost lose them for two full minutes before Rung is able to quickly spot a disturbance in the water, and as you move around a little bit over towards the west, you're able to catch up with them once again. It's probably at this point where you'd be considering heading below the canopy if you wanted to keep up with them without the risk of losing them in the future. <coughs> but it's up to you guys. What, what are you guys going to do? do you guys... Uh, I, I feel like we should probably drop down a little bit, but try to stay as hidden as we can. I don't even know how we can do that. Should I, should <laughs> I maybe go ahead and stop them and you guys creep up behind them but what if they're going towards mr library but what if they just like overpower you and just ignore you i think i would rather know where they're going and know where if they have some kind of secret hideout or something i would rather know where that is than to just stop them and try to interrogate well i mean once they see us they're gonna stop anyway right if we go under the mangrove... Well, then we do our seen. best not to be seen. Um, I'll look at a mango, this giant flying bison. <laughs> what if a crocodile eats you? Okay. I okay. would be yeah. happy for you to scout ahead and try to keep pace with them while we try to do our best to keep hidden. And then if you see them stop somewhere, then we can... Because it's going to be a lot easier for you to follow them around and jump from tree canopy to tree canopy by yourself. And that way we can hang back a little bit and you can come back to us once they've stopped somewhere. Um, as in swing from tree to tree? I'm just meaning like you'll be able to like glide in and out of between the canopies as a uh, single person yeah, yeah. without being seen. You'll be stealthy. Even, right. even if you okay. get changed into some of like Rung's clothing so that you blend a bit more in like the darker green. Type. Oh no, it's all right. I brought, I, I bought this black coat, this black, this, this black robe just for this reason. I'll chuck some his oh, um, low vis black robe with the stab wound in the back. Yeah, Shiver, as you, as you look at it, the rest of you seeing it for the first time, apart from Akila, there's a knife wound in the back of this as if someone, the person who last wore this was stabbed in the back and there's still some dried blood actually around the border of that. Uh, <laughs> Stab. Where, where I got this for get, a steal. Where did you get? How did, did you how it? did you get this? Oh, I didn't know you had a really it nice you. man on a pirate ship. I did not know you had it in you. He was nice. You he was nice, really cute. Killer, what happened? He was. I thought he was frozen. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> So we've all jumped, just to catch you up, we've all jumped to the conclusion that he has stabbed somebody and stolen their cloak. So we're now oh, no, 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 no,
From who? <laughs> the nice pirate From where? Man. The, nice pirates. Pirate man. the pirates sold it to us. Ah. Oh. They tell you we're, what they we're running out of time here, guys. I think we're going for a discount. <laughs> really? Um, I guess I'll chuck his cloak on and then okay, uh, hands the reins to who wants to steer Mango? Who's the better? I think it was either Aquila or and Marco. Put um, your hand down. Well, didn't Marco? I'll, I'll hand it to Aquila. Didn't yeah, Marco fly him the fly her the most? Like when yeah. we were when we didn't have Al and we were like trying to find Mr. Library the first time. Uh, I feel like we relied on Marco to fly her remember. because they had Daddy? this skill. Daddy, is that right? You, you guys need to remember this. I can't be. I can't. Yeah, I this. did, but I feel like oh, it's literally no. your fucking job to know what's happening it, in this was, world. Yeah, might was, I add? But it's your job actually, to know what your characters um, are doing. after the the air spirit, like it was you with the little drum or the little uh, singing bowl, and like a killer was like, oh wait, no, was that no? That was no. Uh, I, yeah, I'm was, pretty was, uh, sure. Uh, Marco oh, no. was yeah. the more competent flyer. Marco's had the most Actually, practice. Actually, it, 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 it makes sense for Marco to hold the rails because we're on a we're on a on a body of water. So if, if a killer needs to get to action, he can just. If his hands are busy, yeah, he can't set fire to the forest. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, yeah, okay, it's set. Well, <laughs> yes, yeah. I'll. I'll just then... so you know, last time I did take control and fly, I did send us into a, a storm of nearly death. That's okay, it's there's fine. no storms around here. You watch <laughs> as a twister suddenly. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. No. Guys, I want to fly into it. <laughs> storm chasing now. Um, um, if, you, <laughs> if, they, if they get out the canoe and go somewhere and I need to follow them, um, and in case I can't see you guys at the time, I'll tie up this, and he holds up just a, a ripped piece of orange fabric from his I don't know, rags of airbender clothing. I'll tie that to a branch or something so you'll know. Okay. You could just fly above the canopy, just saying. No, because he's trying to keep hidden. I'm not going to want to draw attention to himself by shooting out the top of the canopy. Just, just in case, Marco. I'll, I'll, my, my, my first preference will be to try and utilize that with you. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'll jump down with his cloak. Oh, as his you. Spider, obviously. As Nothing you... ever goes wrong when you split a party. <clears throat> no. As you wrap the cloak. We're not that far. We're not that far. Tight that around you. The wind resistance whips away at the sides, creating this like noise as you drop down. No, 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 kidding. As you uh, <laughs> as you drop down into the canopy, it's only a very short drop. And as you pass through the upper layer of the um, canopy above, the forest below, the swamp below, is choked with vines and branches everywhere. Easy for you to. Uh, land on and use as cover to sort of bounce between not even really having to fly more being able to use your airbending uh, enhanced jumps to move from branch to branch. Naruto style. Yeah. Right, where they get from the branch to branch. Yeah. On yep. all fours. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, nice. yep, yep. Is that what yep. you'd like to be doing? I would love to do that. Okay. You get to live out a fantasy then uh, as you, as you Naruto jump from branch to branch, uh, looking down into the, uh, the gloomy depths below. You can see much clearer now the two, um, the two humans, the two people uh, who are driving the uh, the canoe who aren't the uh, the Airbender. 
There's no paddles that they're using. In fact, they just seem to be moving their arms above the surface of the water, propelling the canoe forwards. They are dressed in leaves. In fact, they both have these large hats made out of a, a very large, single, broad leaf um, that's been tied with vines around their heads. And they're wearing a very loose loincloth of leaves bound around them, as well as a shaggy, almost like a um, poncho made of stitched together leaves. And as they move their hands above the water, propelling it forwards, you can see that uh, a little splash comes up from the swamp water towards the airbender who's sitting on the uh, the prow. Um, so actually, no, they'd be sitting in the middle of the canoe. And as that sort of little glob of water, swampy, fetid water flies up, you watch as with a single finger, the air nomad catches it in a bubble of air and then drops it back over the surface of the water. As they turn... What's a bubble of air look like? Uh, a bubble of air looks like a sudden spinning um, group of wind that creates this sort of like vortex around uh, it, similar to Arl's, uh, similar to Ang's air scooter, but Ang's, really, really small, just yep. to kind of like catch and then direct. Nice try. I thought you got me there, didn't you? Not falling oh, for, just it. for um, viewers at home. Yeah. Oh, thanks, Dave. That's so good of you. <laughs> I know. I know you're not up to any shenanigans. Um, as this happens, the figure turns, and you see that even though they have the fully shaved head that the male monks normally have. The features suggest this is a female airbender and the voice that rings out is much higher than you were expecting. In fact, for a moment, you feel like you almost recognize this figure. There's something about them that looks familiar, but you can't quite put your finger on what it is. Does it sound like leg shay? It does sound a lot like leg shay. I'll I'll keep hidden. As the so figure turns, so impressed that you have the notes to remember that. I that's mean, ju that's just the basic requirements <laughs> of playing. Shut up. <laughs> notes? What are they? He's, it's, it's notes and there's notes in here. That's I. Yeah. You know what? That's double inspiration for Dave. Birthday inspiration and good boy inspiration. Good I don't know if I want to call it good boy inspiration. I feel I remember <laughs> no, that. No, it's, it's already been done. It's now called good boy inspiration. <laughs> oh, no. Sorry, Dave. That's all right. <laughs> I, I, it hides the fact that I guest lit like three people. I don't know. No, you, you know what, Dave? You're one of my special little boys. Good good job. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> nah, that's, a, that's a reference like a to... Uh, no, it's a reference to Taskmaster, Greg Davies. <laughs> I love Taskmaster. It's very funny. I'm enjoying that when Taskmaster he... Taskmaster uh, Taskmaster is amazing. Um, yeah, it works for me as well because I crave I crave approval. So it's true. <laughs> you and your praise king, get out of here. As praise the figure turns around, it does it does sound a little bit like leg shade, but the features are don't quite look the same as sister leg shade. It's not her, but it does sound a little bit similar. The the tone of voice, the way that they talk, it does sound very similar to leg shade. It has the same kind of quality. As the figure turns around. Hmm looks back at the other figure the the um this other swampy swampy denizen this uh person at the back of the canoe she speaks quite angrily if you splash me one more time i will leave you both here and move on ahead by myself the figure at the front laughs <laughs> well good luck with that the swamp will get you quicker than an alligator guy will get you snapped up. There's vines everywhere. You'll get tangled in them. Ah, why do you think you hide all of us here? 
This is my least favorite voice. You're welcome. I love it. It's great. I love it. Man, I'm getting like Princess and, the, <laughs> Princess and the Frog vibes. The problem is I, I have to match. <laughs> like Ted Lasso. I have to match the accent that was picked by the show for yeah. people who live in the swamp. <laughs> so um, apparently they all have American accents, which can I say, can I just say low key? Massive shade from uh, the creators to have the swap vendors <laughs> as Texans. Huge fan. <laughs> huge, huge fan. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> big, big fan. Um, you hear this kind of irritated huff from the air nomad sitting in the middle of the canoe. But no more. As the two carry on, the figure at the back goes, You know... I'm getting hungry. Can we see if we can rustle up some grub? Have you, you seen any fish there from the front? I'm, get, I'm getting peckish. The figure at the front sort of turns and looks around and goes, I can't say as I've seen anything yet in the waters, but I'll, I'll keep an eye out, and if we find ourselves a nice big juicy fish, I'll, I'll, I'll bend it up and you can, you can have it at the back. Eh? We'll cook it when we get back. Another sigh from the air nomad in the middle before the canoe carries on. Ah. Oh. You're following along in the branches. The rest of you, particularly Marco, who's flying Mango right now. What are you doing? How's he doing, by following the way? at the same distance. If, you, if you're staying above the canopy, it's getting very difficult to stay <coughs> on the two, uh, the two groups, on, the, on the, <coughs> the, the figures in the canoe and on Arl. With Arl's dark grey-black cloak he's now much harder to spot through the canopy. Uh, you very quickly, if you're staying above the canopy, you're very quickly finding it harder and harder to keep your eyes on them. Um, I think I think Al's also like looking out for them behind them as well and like, like just making sure that they're on track. Uh, you watch Al as for a few, maybe like 30 seconds, they're heading off in completely the wrong direction before suddenly you see Rung point down at you and then... You watch as Marco steers Mango back over here towards you. Yes. It, 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 when, Al, when Rung points at me, Al's just like... Just waves. <laughs> when I look down between the canopy, is there enough space for a flying bison? There are breaks in the canopy above where you could bring Mango down into the, um, the space below. How much maneuverability Mango will have? Hard to say. If the foliage is as is. dense as it is on the surface... You get the sense that Mango is not going to be doing a lot of flying quickly in this area. It's going to be slow and careful, or Mango's going to end up swimming. Are you thinking to like touch down and stop? Or are you thinking to be able to like keep following? I'm thinking we either go beneath the canopy and continue our best, or continuously get lost above up here and try our best. Let's try our best with the first one. First one, we're going down. I, I we're think down. we're going to get lost up here. <clears throat> we go down low and slow. Just don't burn a tree, don't cut a tree. <laughs> Everyone hold on. So you need, feel the need. With that, Marco, you up. gently release the reins, the tension on the reins, and Mango begins moving down. At first, Mango is a little bit reticent to push through the upper layers of the canopy, letting out this every so often as you try and guide her through. But as a larger open area, uh, a larger break, probably from a tree that's fallen over and hasn't yet been filled and replaced yet, 
Mango reluctantly lowers her head, sort of pausing a little bit before slowly pushing down into the uh, the area below. The first thing that strikes you as you drop into the gloom is the darkness under here. The <laughs> shafts. <laughs> the first thing that strikes you as you enter below the canopy is a branch <laughs> right in the face just hits you, closely followed by a vine, which actually turns out to be a snake. Uh, as it- <laughs> no. Yeah, man, we broke a stick already. We're screwed. <laughs> That's the first thing that strikes you. The second thing is my first as as you lower down through the canopy. Uh, your eyes take a moment to adjust to the gloom. Shafts of light puncturing through the trees and the leaves above, revealing this network of canals. Andrew, you're so immature. He said shafts. <laughs> I was looking at you. You were having a fucking grit on your face. <laughs> <laughs> this is very unprofessional. Guys. I just want to know. <laughs> um, as, as, you, as you slowly guide Mango down along, stroking gently down the shaft of one of the trees. Uh, is that better? Is that what you wanted? Jesus Christ. <laughs> is that what you wanted? Um, as you gently guide... Uh, Archie's actually gone. He's just flat out gone. <laughs> as you gently guide Mango through... A, a few of her, um, at first her front paw gets a little bit tangled in one of the vines. That sort of spooks her a little bit, Marco, and you have to pull back on the reins as she goes, tries to pull away, pulling the vines free at the same time and sending them splashing to the water below. Ah, up ahead, the splashing, you notice that one of the, uh, one of the people on the boat, the one at the back, as he hears the splashing, sort of turns and looks up and looks around and goes, I I think there's some fish jumping. Uh, We should turn around and go get the fish that are jumping. I'm hungry. The one at the front sort of pauses for a bit and then you hear this, no, we have to keep moving. All you ever think about is your fucking bellies. Well, that's because we get hungry. Quite, Stu. I, I think it's best if we get this young lady back to the rest of her people in the swamp, and then we can go and get ourselves a tasty snack. How does that sound? Yeah, that sounds that sounds all right. I'm just... You hear this sort of grumbling noise. Um, It's at this point back with the rest of you on Mango's back that... It's getting much harder to maneuver through the canopy as as you lower down towards the tree trunks, it opens up a little bit, but just above the surface of the water, vines crisscross and form this dense network, almost like a series of nets strung up between the trunks of the trees. You can see insects buzzing above the surface of the water, large tiger mosquitoes darting backwards and forwards. As you fly forwards, Marco, I'm going to need you to make a roll with focus to keep Mango on track without uh, losing It's not passion. It's not passion. That is focus. (laughs) Sherva, what was your role that was a miss for? That was my um, protective burden. Well, that was a miss. That's not good. Uh, Marco, nine. Success with consequences. You're able to keep Mango in the air for probably the first five minutes as you fly forwards. Um, occasionally, I, well, actually, that's a good question. The the vines that are blocking the pathway and making it harder for Mango to fly above the surface of the water, how are you dealing with them? I open that up to all of you. I see Andrew smiling. Uh, does Marco oh, just no. occasionally poof, poof, with a little bit of fire to uh, deal with the vines? If no one else is going to say anything, yes. <laughs> Can I try and, I'll, I'll try and, like, water whip gently, like, the, the, the brushes away. So, so let me get this straight. So the vines that are covering 
this, the, the pathway forwards, almost like a net. You're gently water whipping them in half, or are you like, I'm trying to like, like lift them, like just sort of like move. Like I'm not trying to cut anything. Okay. And so it's like using the water to like push it up. Absolutely, that absolutely, hundred percent. Um, that that explains the nine. Then in that case, as as Akila moves towards the front, I mean, there's plenty of water all around you, Akila. The um, the waterway below is actually surprisingly clean. You were probably expecting this sort of very fetid, dark brown water, but in fact, the water is actually this uh, almost like a deep blue. You can see that it is a bit cloudy lower down. The first couple of meters in places seem to be a little bit clearer and there are patches where it's much darker and much more muddy and swampy. But for the most part, the water is actually surprisingly not too bad. As you begin waterbending Aquila, raising up and creating this almost like a loop or, or circle of water around Mango that lifts and moves the vines up over the top, um, you are able to continue forwards. Mango slowing right down to, to keep pace with your bending Aquila as Marco uh, begins guiding gently through the trees. I'll, as you move further ahead, keeping pace, uh, you're probably keeping, I'd say, maybe like 40, 50 meters behind the boat, and then the rest of the gang on the back of Mango, maybe another 40 meters, 50 meters behind you, keeping an eye on you in the canopy above. Or do you want to be a bit closer? So, so I'll, I'll, can, I, can I see them? Yeah, 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 absolutely. Okay, yeah, yeah. I mean, can I see, like, my friends? Not, yeah, not, not absolutely. Me, but my friends. Yeah, if you turn around and look back, you can see them. I'd yeah. probably say every so often you'd reveal yourself to behind just so that they can keep pace with you because they can't always see the canoe in front. In fact, they probably can't for most of this time see the canoe, but occasionally yeah. you'd and jump that's the down. Point or, of it, right? yeah. yeah, exactly. That's the whole point. Perfect. Brilliant. Are there a lot of branching streams in this... Stream, infinite number of branching streams so so it's it's wrong to think of it as a stream think of it as it's all water and occasionally the trees form avenue well not occasionally the trees form these avenues and pathways and occasionally there's some like little islands of dry yeah. land but it's all water through here some of it quite deep um, so can i'll tell yeah if those two um swamp people yeah are they locals because they seem to know the area I'd say, Al, that they do seem like they're very comfortable here. In fact, as you've dropped below the canopy with your cloak on and your robes, it's getting very hot and very humid. In fact, all of you, uh, except for probably Rung, because he's only wearing a vest, and uh, Marco. I'm immune to temperature. You're immune to temperature. Uh, then never mind. That's yeah, right. So that, that's a funny way of saying it, but like I'm, I'm immune to feeling yeah. cold or like hot right mm -hmm. yeah that's right you are that's that's actually yeah. correct yeah that's as a result of your uh, exposure to the uh ice spirit you, uh, saying, Fox. Uh, that's that's <laughs> not saying. true uh that's not true akila <laughs> that is a flat that's out lie tried, yeah that's a flat out lie um akila probably you, you just shrug off your overcoat the uh, the uh, outer layer of robes that um Fen made for you, and you're already feeling a much, much cooler. Rung, you just wear a fucking sleeveless vest, so you're fine. Um, <laughs> you're oh, not worried. <laughs> Marco, your your under tunic is actually surprisingly uh, breezy. That because it's no longer like tight, like a uniform around you, it's actually quite cool. And as you take off your jacket and roll your sleeves up, you're not as hot as you thought you might be. Uh, Sherva, you're still. Are you still? You're still wearing your Fire Nation uniform, aren't you? Yeah. It's hot, man. It's it's the heat it's isn't hot. the problem. It's the humidity that's the problem. Yeah. The, I'm the heat. Sweating. You're used to the heat. 
Fire Nation, Fire Nation gets hot days. It's the humidity. You've you've never experienced humidity like this. The Fire Nation is a very dry heat. The climate's this very dry, arid heat. This is something else. As you breathe in, it's almost like you can you can like taste how like the air's almost chewy. It's so humid. As you like take a big bite, (laughs) eat it down as you breathe it in. Yes. <laughs> I don't know, man. That, that metaphor went really far. <laughs> the, the air is the air is very thick and very close underneath the yeah. canopy, and the the sound around you is strangely muted. Um, parts of it, touch the ground. Like there, there are aspects of this sort of echoey nature, but everything's kind of compressed, as if the leaves and the foliage are soaking up the uh, the sound itself. You follow the figures in the boat for about an hour through the swamplands before uh, you spy a small series of what look to be pontoons in an open area tied around the trunk of a large tree forming uh, almost like a series of um, floating platforms around this tree uh, with a few tree houses built into the upper layers of the branches. There are other uh, other people dressed in the similar swamp garb that you can see here, moving around, uh, men, women, and children. Uh, some of them hauling in fish. You can see a number of them weaving what look to be more of the same clothes, as well as some baskets and nets. And in one of the upper branches in a treehouse, you can see three other Air Nation uh, Air Nomads dressed in those same darker orange and red robes. Can you see... Uh, Mr. Library. Nomu. Mr. Library. You, oh, yeah, yeah sorry, sorry. DM doesn't know who Nomu is. Uh, no, no, Mr. I know Library. who Nomu is. I just didn't hear you. <laughs> um, <laughs> your, no- your noise gate. No, you must have been both real name. Yeah, your noise gate didn't let me didn't let me experience the full range of uh, Nomu's name. Um, no, you don't Nomu. see. Nomu. Thank you. <laughs> you don't see Nomu, Who's unfortunately. Who's that? But you do um, see Mr. I'll, Library. Uh, Sta- no, 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 no. <laughs> no. Um, I'll, I'll signal to the other, like he makes sure he makes sure the others like are stopping because if they keep going, then a big giant eye, air bison will approach this little village town. Yeah. Probably then it's easier for you to just even head back and, and jump on the on board and, t- and tell them what you've seen at this point. I'll jumps back and jumps aboard and tells them what he's seen. What did you see? Wow. Yeah, what, what was what you, make it? Like make this. him role play. I like it. Good. Keep it going. Guys, <laughs> nice. there's like, there's like Perfect. a gathering of people that live in this swamp area. Um, there were, was it three or two other? Is it three total yeah. or two? Four total. Three others on the upper yeah. platform. One in the boat. <laughs> there were three more guiding wind people here, and and there were just people going amongst their day to day. Is that right? There were like just people doing their day to day. Yeah, yeah, it just looks like people living their lives. What does the guiding wind be doing here? Do you see another flying bison? The same thing. I don't know. This is the least windy place ever. It makes no sense. I mean, it's guided. It's guided through the channels of the of the canopy. <sighs> Sorry. <laughs> really um, you you reached so far for that one. <laughs> as far as the wind has to reach to get down below. Oh, the Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right. Anyway. <laughs> Sorry. Well, should we, like. So, this, they're, they're at, like, their camp, right? 
it's like it's like a village place. It's like a settlement. Settlement is the word. Yeah, that's right. That 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 is what they're called. Okay, yeah. so they're not going anywhere else. So we can sort of set up and prepare to go in. So, so like, what's the plan here? I don't think Camp there is out. We observe. any good that will come from us trying to confront them in any way. Like, not with so many potential allies around them. Like, you've got a whole town full of people who, what you know, at least a few them. of them would be benders. Yeah, what if yeah. we join So why are we so against joining them, by the way? Uh, admit because that thought we do to enough brain damage on our own. <laughs> That's not a real thought. <laughs> Lose it. <laughs> so <laughs> they done. Well, what have they? What have they honestly done wrong? Well, they they they, they stole largely stand for avoiding any productive relationships between the air nomads and any other nation. So really, they're. I mean, they're trying to stop us from being behavior, friends right? at all. And oh, and okay. like, and we don't. That could, that could that. start some sort of war that that could that could go badly for people yeah really I, i've heard this really weird saying it all uh went bad when the air fighting winds attacked yeah i think that's the same <laughs> that, that yeah, was really hard to on. i don't know why i struggled so much <laughs> that was uh that that almost <laughs> fell as flat as uh I'll, as dave's joke about i struggled the, um... so hard to get the words in a hundred years i don't want people guarding winds the air nation the air nomads with the bad guys <laughs> Don't worry, they worry. <laughs> this before it gone like the wind, guiding. And uh, Mr. Library could be here somewhere. I just didn't see him out in the. So open, what you're saying, like, is we have to become ninjas. I mean, <laughs> we got some clothes. I'm not saying we don't have to become ninjas. And then ninjas stealth exist in. in our world. Well, stealth in and see if Mr. Library's there. Yeah, I mean, uh, could, I'll see a big giant cage when he was there. Like, like you definitely was, could not a see a big giant cage. Can we see a no big question? No, no, no bison. No, none of that. <laughs> we could always interrogate. Library, library, library. I mean, ask questions. <laughs> no, you couldn't see any of that. We could just ask them, but then they might not want to hand Mister Library over. That's when I can take it. Do they know like, who we are? Well, it makes you think that they're gonna literally tell us anything. I mean, well, I guess we'll go up and ask, and they're like, "Nah, we have no idea what you're talking that's about." Oh, you... okay. Then we walk away. You'd be a bit more persuasive. Oh, sorry. <laughs> like, you, you just I, add did... a little bit of flair and be more persuasive. Do they, do do they know, know who we are, though? No, but I mean, we yeah. have built a bit of a reputation for ourselves. I think. What reputation? Um, and it depends who they are as well. I mean, like, Brother Pion, I believe, was a member of the um, Guiding Wind, and he would obviously know who we are. Oh, did you see him there? Um, I couldn't make it out from the distance. Because if you did, you could just be like, yeah, I thought about it, and I was like, maybe I do want to join. I want to see well, what this is all about. That's what I was saying. I, I could maybe go in undercover. Yeah. Gaslight. Yeah. I, I don't know. What if I get indoctrinated? That's my what real bending power. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't think you have to worry about that. Uh, I think you'll indoctrinate them. It's memory fine. of others. <laughs> I'm a truth bender. Um, <laughs> all right, so can we all agree that if he switches sides, we just leave him here? Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Uh, Mango, Mango's my that. bison. Technically, okay, Mango. But... Technically, Mango is Oki's bison. 
technically. Mechanically. Mechanically. Mechanically, Mango is Oki's bison. <laughs> if you're if we're playing by the rules. But um no, yeah, Mango Mango is your bison I'll. Um, but, mean, yeah, narratively. Because <laughs> they don't like other nations. You, though, so they I just need to level up, right? And then it can become mine. Uh, probably. Yep. Yeah, are you, you going to like take a view yeah. from that playbook? Is that how it works? Yeah, that's how it works. Speaking of level oh, up. God, dear. <laughs> <laughs> no, and it's now pushed back if three you sessions because you asked. If you were to give Mango to anyone in your will in the event of your untimely death, who would it be? Oki, probably. Yeah. Okay, but she's not here, so let's try again. <laughs> I mean, I, I trust you guys to deliver Mango to Oki. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll deliver. So you trust us to Mango to Oki until she gets until Mango gets to Oki. Is that okay, I mean, yeah. I, I've yeah, seen I've seen how Ron looks after Chirpy, and I I really don't want that for Mango. <laughs> no, it's just because Chirpy's tiny. No, Chirpy is taking very good care of Bolto, yeah. so yeah, yeah. No, we left Chirpy back in back in town. Chirpy's gone. Yeah, back in um. The other Wait, place. how did you know that? Because he saw the <laughs> yeah, right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that's what that's anyway. what happens. I never abandoned Chirpy. No, that's no, what no, happens no. when Owen plays your character for a day. I'm pretty sure that's you willingly gave Chirpy away. Yeah. Canonically, Rung willingly gave Chirpy away to live a better Rung, life. Rung realized that uh, he was unable to care for this living creature. <laughs> <laughs> so, swapped it for the pet rock that I'll gave him. Pet rock's awesome. I love the pet rock. So Chirpy, Chirpy now is with the Kyoshi my, Warriors. My Cora, my real dog. <laughs> yeah. She has a great life. She... <laughs> but this one I don't care about. Go on. No. So Chirpy, Chirpy now lives <laughs> with the Kyoshi Warriors. Okay, so hear me out. If Al uh, changes, you know, decides to hang out with these guys, we pretend he's dead and we just sleep yes okay so if i if i genuinely switch over sides i'll, I'll use i'll use the keyword raspberry so you know and then you can wait <laughs> wait wait wouldn't you not use that keyword so that you trick us and then you're like i just love the idea of <laughs> going there and being like whoa look at all these raspberries <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You know Forgetting what? the code word that yeah. you made yourself. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have any mango pie pies? You only got raspberry pies. Raspberry! <laughs> you guys are making some raspberry pies. Amazing. Um yeah, is that is that what we wanna do? Or do we wanna just like stealth in at night? And break into well, what time houses. is it now? By the midday, time we've got just just here. after midday, so it's been about an hour, <laughs> hour or two. So it's roughly like one thirty. Or we well, could just be passing by. Didn't we leave Kyoshi after midday though? Because that's when they could go and collect their stuff. So it would be like more mid to late afternoon. Oh, that's a oh an error on the timeline. Ooh. You are correct. Yeah, we've been following them for a while. <laughs> oh, but it's uh, it's daylight God, yeah. savings and stuff. Are you in? Yeah, yeah. As you cross so into different. Chin Village, yeah. daylight savings yeah. kicks in. No, you are correct. That is an oh an error. In it, that it case, would, then it would even. Like I, I would say based on the hours so that you've given us, it'd be five o'clock. Yeah, getting close to like early evening. That is so true. 
dark, let, uh, almost looking dark. Let me yeah, retcon like then. When you were asking summer. before about flying overhead, the sun was yeah. moving towards the west, setting in the west, and it is now dropped below the I horizon, was... which casts shadows, long dark shadows in the swamp. I was wondering how they were looking straight up and seeing the sun and not us, but I didn't want to ruin say our plan. Anything. No, because I didn't want to see a court. Well, in this case, then we're rewinding. They spot you, and you watch as this tornado. <laughs> No, no, no. <laughs> no. Why are they sharks in it? When in doubt, take advantage <laughs> of the DM. <laughs> <laughs> take advantage of me. He's tired of long day work. <sighs> yeah, we. And the fact he's running three back to back RPG sessions every single oh, week. Oh, you poor thing. It's almost like you planned it yourself. I, I did not plan on them being back to back. That was supposed to be Monday, <laughs> Wednesday, Friday. Back to back is unfortunate. Oh, yeah, that, that was our fault. Although we were always Thursdays. Yeah, yeah I think it was Monday, you never Wednesday, Thursday. Fridays. No, because I'm, I'm not free Fridays. <laughs> yeah, Fridays are hard, right? People always have plans on a Friday. Yeah. 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 People yeah, make it was plans. Monday, Wednesday, Thursday. Yeah, people yeah, make we have plans. Lives. I don't know them, but people do. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get invited to them, but I hear they have plans all the time when I speak to them. So with the sun, like, with the sun setting and the dark cards. beginning to push in around you, you occasionally catch glimpses of things moving through the water. Mango sort of getting mm. a little bit upset about things moving around her as she lets out this very low growl and then kicks her back leg a little bit. Uh, down underneath her, still trying to hover in place, but clearly getting pretty tired from a full day of flying. Is there anywhere we can park her that's away from the village? There is a small uh, island, just a few, uh, probably like two, three minutes back away, um, just down towards the uh, the east of where you are. Park her? Um, what if we yeah. make camp and a couple of us keep an eye on what's happening in the settlement? throughout the night and then when it gets too dark we go in and spy i think we just become tourists it's fine what how would a tourist get all the way out here though we got got lost lost. (laughs) 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 all right you two can go in and you two can be tourists and the rest of us will watch as you get yourselves in trouble the killer me and you, good cop, bad cop, let's go. Yeah, yeah, that's gonna, it's gonna be good. What this could go wrong? It's working strangely well for my missed role earlier. It's gonna be fire and ice, two detectives. Buddy cop mo- movie. <laughs> <laughs> is, All right. is that what we're doing? I'm, I'm, I'm happy to set up so a bivouac, and if we set up a bivouac, I wanna just try and make it sheltered a little bit like that maybe you know from line of sight put up some walls of dirt some of that some leaves and shears make sure we don't just have an island with like just a bison sitting on there in the middle of the open so you, absolutely as you as you lead as you as you fly mango back towards this sort of small muddy island on the edge of one of the larger trees it looks like this probably the earth has accumulated around the roots and the island has formed over tens of hundreds of years as you, as you land um, the soft earth underneath uh, rung. You sort of see there's going to be a bit of a, tr- a challenge to earth bend and make sure things stay up because it is this sort of very soft, loamy mud. Um, could you please roll with, uh, I'm going to say, harmony? 
I certainly can try. Fantastic. Uh, it's what I like to hear, Rung Bolo. Yes. I'm doing it, boss. I'm doing it. Oh, wait, Harmony. Why'd you just have to say Harmony? <laughs> Why'd you have to say that one? <laughs> Would you roll? Let's see it. Come on, baby. Four, that is a miss. Uh, Rung, you make these very small, like, muddy mounds around the edge of the island. And, like, as you, like, dust your hands off, yeah, it's a, it's a job, job, uh, job well rung. Job well rung. As you leave these very, like, almost like a kid's sandcastle that's been washed away by the tide. There's just these, like, tiny, like, muddy mounds that you've attempted to lift up with your earthbending. Um, Mango moves as far away from the edge of the water as possible pushing herself up against the the uh, tree trunk and in between some of the roots before letting out this big yawn and laying down, curling up. I just made myself yawn with that. Laying down, and Dave too, <laughs> laying down and curling up within the roots of the large tree. Marco and Aquila. How, so you two are going to try and go spy on the village. Oh, yeah. 100%. Excuse me, if, yeah. I, if I recall correctly. How are you going to yes. get there? I was hoping that would be dropped off, like, closer. Okay. Mom, can you drop me off? Actually, I, well, I, still, I, can... I was still in control of Mango, no, no, no. right? Marco's part. Uh, uh, Al's back. Part. Yeah. If you guys um, want, we can like we can take Mango, drop you guys off, and then. Could I? I can... oh, no, 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 no! They they want to go off on their own. Let them fucking go off on their own. Could I? Mm -hmm. Sort of like make the boat. same. Yeah. Could I the same way that they were doing it? Like make like a little boat of wood and like water bend push us towards but quietly. So in like five minute job. A, a boat's like, just like, a big puppet. A boat's just a piece of wood. I've yeah, is there like a fallen over tree or something that's floating? Okay, I've yeah. been playing a lot of Zelda. Okay. Yeah. I've made a boat <laughs> with just a plank of wood. Alright. Not just one plank of wood that rotates yes. and drops you into the water. Yeah, exactly. No? Yes, it does. A plank, not a log. Oh, so where are you getting this plank from? How are you, how are you sawing it? Well, what if I get two <laughs> logs of wood then? And how are you binding them together? There's vines. Yeah, there's vines Bit everywhere. Gumption. Perfect. Keep keep describing. This is this is how you can. Okay, so we've got two logs. Time together with some vines. That we f hey, wait, 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 wait. How that are you we getting these logs? on the ground. Oh, yeah, but okay. we're not we're not cutting wanna, down trees. We, we're do you want to roll to assess the situation, see if you find any logs? Absolutely. What do I do for Remember that? what he said about what happens whenever logs. any trees situation. are cut down? No, we're not cutting trees down. We're not yeah, cutting trees down. Remember what happens to the wood? <laughs> Think back. No, because he didn't tell us. <laughs> Rung didn't share that, unfortunately. <laughs> That's no, the one part I, I, of the no, story. I said, no. you said, you said, don't I cut said. down trees because you said don't cut down trees, and we're like, trees, okay. you'll get. That's well, all you yeah. guys know. Nine, six, 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 six. We're going to cut a tree down anyway. Akila, as you have a bit of a look around the island, you can indeed see a couple of logs half buried and sunken into the water. As you use your water bending and just your, your strength to try and pull them up, you can see they are completely waterlogged, most of these trunks that have half submerged. They've been in the water for a long time. They're no longer floating. Mm. That sucks. <laughs> We're Could you idea. water bend the water out of them? Yeah, dry them. Is that possible? Uh, you it, it, look. It's 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 possible, but it's not a technique you know how to do. Like reaching inside and Could pulling the water them? out of something. Oh, so he knew icy. how to do it. 
because they chased me I had to run away <laughs> or I would have been imprisoned <laughs> I could have left or I could have been murdered yeah I, I could have been executed no 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 no, no. I chose life yeah. I could have stayed there and been executed rightfully for my crimes well within the law for them to execute me for what I did or I could have run away and dodged the law I chose the latter yeah imagine the log is a body and the water inside is blood <laughs> don't help him chat <laughs> <laughs> Marco had a good idea. He said something before about how you could uh freeze the logs. Freeze the water. The water in the logs. Well, All even right. if you don't just freeze the water right. in the logs, even if you just freeze the water yeah. on the logs. Like, just and make like a little ice eye shot yeah. for us to like move on. Like that, yeah. you, you wouldn't even need the vines. You could just freeze together. Oh, I forgot he was like also able to freeze water for a second. Honestly, like, yeah, the water, forgot, the water yeah. is very warm though. Honestly, right? like, like it's gonna melt pretty fast. Yeah, but like <laughs> if, if then I just get a stick and then I push us, well, he just constantly keeps it cold. What, what? Oh, okay. You I was gonna, gonna say, the chili bean. Just keep freezing a path, but yeah, that works too. I feel like that'd be way too much effort. Mm. Were you guys also trying to like get there like? Stuff. Yeah, we should the sun is fully setting walking. at this point. Um, I'm assuming that Sherva's making what? a campfire at this point. Yeah. Setting up a tent. Yeah, like getting some just rations. Melting their boat as they're building it. What do I roll to make an ice boat? What was that? Sorry? <laughs> what do I roll to make an ice boat? Just with focus. Focus. Skills and training. Shit. Oh, yeah, I'd say skills and training would work. I mean, that That's is, okay. is I focus. Focus. It is, that is, yeah. focus. That's it is, that is it. No, no, that is it. That's skills and training. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, nine, nine, success with consequences. Brilliant. Akilah. No, 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 no. Total success. We're not taking any risks here. No, it says it says nine, success yep. with consequences. And I'm about to I'm tell you what those consequences are. I'm passing mine on. I don't, want any, I don't want to sink halfway. No. So this is what happens. <laughs> I don't think you can pass on your inspiration. No. You can't do that. Fuck. Um, oh, I will actually argue that you can use those where where you want to. So, do you want to do you want to use your inspiration oh, as the could, help action? You could guide yeah. and comfort. Yeah. There's, there's a help action. Oh, there is a use... help action. Yeah. Yeah. Push can. So that's a oh, ten. Oh yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll try to help. You don't have to roll anything for that. You can no no. You can just use your. I you think can it use... just gives a plus one, doesn't. So you can yeah you can you can just use so so you can roll with harmony to to clear two fatigue or ask a question. Um. What you're doing though is like using the the one from the actual like combat, which is uh, give me a moment to remind myself. Help! It's the help action. You can mm. mark one fatigue to give them plus one to their roll, but I will say if you use your inspiration, you don't have to mark the fatigue. Cool. Would you like to do yeah. that, Marco? Yes. Brilliant. Ten full success, Akila. You've had to make rafts out of ice flows before. You you even know how to freeze water to make like very small. Is you that how you survived? Yeah, that's how he survived. <laughs> that's how he got out of the. That's how he got out of the Northern Water Tribe and crossed the ocean. <laughs> he didn't have a boat, <laughs> so it yeah, doesn't work. I never put that, that together. Yeah. 
Um, it's not very efficient. Um, and Akila, you would have probably, I'd, I'd say maybe that you only use that ice flow to get around the docks to steal a proper boat, a proper uh, canoe, and then begin sailing. I don't think I would have stolen. I think I would have been a hideaway. That's stealing. But I wouldn't have taken the boat. You yeah, would have to, have to get away. Oh, you just let someone else sail it. So you got into a big one and just hid in the cargo hold in like a battle. Yeah. That sounds yeah, like something you would do. Like it's definitely one. more slimy. It's definitely something more that a killer would do. Fucking watch yourself. There was. <laughs> <laughs> or I'll make you watch yourself with my blood bending. <laughs> this, is, this is getting really personal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you you you've made canoes out of ice flow <laughs> using the sunken logs, the waterlogged logs that you've pulled up from the, uh, the the edge of this small island in the middle of the swamp. You begin freezing very carefully, freezing them together and binding them with the ice as you uh, cool and chill the water around, making a uh, a very makeshift canoe out of the ice and the logs together being held together. Marco, as you climb in, um, it's very cold to sit in and touch the sides of on account of it being ice. Um, Akila, you're less bothered by this being a water bender from the Northern Water Tribe, literally from the North Pole. But Marco, as you climb in, it's very uncomfortable to sit in this for very long. Um, Akila, you begin water bending to propel the uh, craft forwards. And before too long, as you leave the area of firelight, you begin moving through into the dark swamp. Now, my question is, um, well, I have dark I, vision. No, you don't, because yeah, it's, not really D &D. <laughs> it's not D&D. It's not D&D, and you don't have dark vision. I have true um, sight, shit. No, you don't. No, you don't have that, because it's not D&D. We're playing Avatar Legends. And we're, we're, this is the 43rd or 44th episode we've done. You know how to play this game by now. <laughs> Except, actually, it's only uh, like I've only played like 20 or something. Yeah, exactly. It's only a 20th. Um, I make a little candle. Okay, brilliant. Marco, as you, as you summon a bit of fire into your hands and hold it above, sort of like creating this almost so like everyone a... Everyone can see you. Yeah, like a beacon in the, in the night. Um, holding it <laughs> above. Uh, immediately, Marco, insects, thousands of tiny swarming <laughs> flies begin happening. descending yep. <laughs> your tiny flame. And like, just committing suicide as they fly through into this like small fire <laughs> um My with the light is going up that's what you get with the light above you a, a, a rather large moth flies through catches on fire and lets out this small like <laughs> as it falls into the water with a little spook and you hear this what, what, what's the bug's life reference where he's like oh the light no jerry no yeah <laughs> <laughs> how the hell have I'm we already like, had two reference bugs life references <laughs> I even forgot yeah, about the movie I... until you mentioned it before. Yeah, I forgot that it existed. I, I only know about it because I was in the game, Oh my god. That's three now. Thanks, uh, thanks for that, Dave. This, is this is this how is this how you're taking hitting thirty two today is you've gone and rewatched all the shows or the all the kids' movies to like try and reconnect to your lost childhood. Yeah. I rewatch remember. Go back and watch Fern Gully. <laughs> Oh, Fern Gully. Toxic love. Oh, boy. Not again. As the... What was that? So if you take out all the derailments, you're probably up to episode five, <laughs> to be fair. <laughs> as you begin we'll moving through the, the dark swamp, wrong. pushing between the trees, before too long, the two of you are 
alone in the darkness. The only light Whoa. coming from Marco's Whoa, flame. Stop. What was that? I'm not doing <laughs> <laughs> uh, good because this is this is like this is actually a bit spooky with the trees pressing in all around, looming high above. Okay. No moonlight to illuminate, <laughs> and no stars visible in the uh, in the waters beneath. The, the canopy above blocking out the light. The sounds of the creatures that uh, hunt during the night starting to wake up. Calling out, crying out through the trees. Does anyone else hear smooth Screaming sound? Like, <laughs> no, I just heard like a screaming sound coming, I think, from Archie's mic. And as you were like, the thing's hunting in the night, there's this scream. <laughs> Perfect. Um, there, there's a moment where you kind of feel almost lost can't quite remember where to head Arl's the only one who had even seen this little outpost in the swamp you don't really know where you're going just the vague direction right as you realize not only do you not know where to go you now also don't really know where to go back to find the rest of the party turning around you can no longer see the campfire you catch a glimpse of a light moving through the trees as you begin moving the canoe further towards it, it's almost this very soft, slightly greenish yellow glow, just out of view, ducking between the trees. Mr. And then, Library! <laughs> and then as you pass around the trunk of a really large, overgrown mangrove, the roots rising up almost like spears from the depths below, you catch a sight of firelight glittering in the distance. Between the trunks of the nearby trees, you can see what look to be torches, not just along the surface of the water, but rising high up around the trunk of a tree. And as you begin moving forwards, you can now see the settlement. But that strange, slightly yellow-greenish light off towards your left is still moving through the trees, just out of view. Is it like in line with us? It looks like it's hovering just above the surface of the water. Occasionally, Marco, it looks like it ducks beneath the water. Uh, um, how's my lantern looking that I got given by Rua? Uh, your lantern, no change. The the metal okay. is still sealed shut. Cool, cool, How close cool, are cool. we to land? Uh, you're probably only about <clears throat> 20 meters away from the village at this point. Does it look like a spirit? <laughs> uh, I I don't know how to answer that question, Marco. I mean, it, it could assess be a number a of things. It could be yeah, make an assessment. Like just from just like from my previous experiences. Yeah. Um, this is gonna be so bad. Yep. Don't worry about it. What was it? A six. <laughs> I mean, Marco, you don't know. Probably. Okay. Could be. Could just be. Could just be a really big firefly. Oh, but it is going under the water. That's a bit weird. That's a bit weird. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure it's fine. Come on. I'm sure, uh, it's fine. <laughs> sure, there's, there's like a giant do. firefly, I think, that's just over there, but it's going under water. It's really strange. Uh, I'll start like moving a little bit faster, like sort of pushing, no. <laughs> like, pushing, pushing a bit faster towards the village, away from this, or turning around to try and chase this towards, little light. towards the village. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just to stop Marco getting anywhere near a spirit, basically. Well, that and and we don't know what it could be. 
Perfect. Look, as, I don't want to go near the spear. I was just wondering what it was. <laughs> as, as you begin pushing out through the trees, you come into full view of this settlement wrapped around the trunk of the tree. The pontoons that form this floating settlement around the base of this tree and then rise up. You can see up close that these are, they've been here for quite some time. The wood is partly overgrown with moss and with lichen. And you can see where uh, small, uh, almost like small little uh, sprigs have begun growing out through the thatch roofing that's made from these uh, leaves bound together very tightly. Around the edge of the pontoon, sitting around a massive bonfire, look to be the residents of this small village, this small settlement. Probably about 25 people in total, a mixture of men, women and children, all cooking fish over this open spit roast fire. As you look around, you can't see any sign of the air nomads that Arl had described earlier. He lied to us. He lied. He gaslit us. Uh, what we should. I known. believe. I believe it's now called our lighting. It's actually been renamed. Our lighting. Yeah, yeah. our lighting. Meanwhile, me Sheva rung and Arla flying away on mango. <laughs> Just gone. <laughs> she was like, "Hey, so that reward money for like turning in Marco." <laughs> it's it's a shame we had to sacrifice a kilo, but at least we got rid of Marco. <laughs> Sure, I've mean, been holding into the money the entire time, anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, the three of you are having a, a fairly good time as you set up your fire. Um, same problem with the insects being attracted to the flame. Um, but the actually, that's a good question. I actually, before I say you set up a campfire, um, where do you get the wood from for this campfire, Sherman? Sure. Um. I never said that I was setting up a campfire. No, I said that, so you haven't set up a campfire. Yeah, I was setting up a tent. A tent. So at this point then, you guys are in complete darkness. Yeah. Yeah. Great. All right, then you guys do this in complete darkness. Uh, Not having a fire around allows you to see the myriad of fireflies that begin almost slowly falling from the canopy above, descending almost like snow before they hover about two or three meters off the ground, letting off this very soft, light green glow. Really pretty. Um, They move around in these sort of currents and eddies, and you can see down in the depths below a number of bioluminescent fish moving through the dark waters, letting off this very soft, light white glow. Um, As you sit down, eat your rations, set up your tent, um, you guys have a grand old time. Uh, Marco, yeah, rations. Yeah, rations. I Marco, am starting yes. to pace a little bit, yeah. feeling concerned. At this point, it's probably been about half an hour. But, yeah, but at the same time, I'm like so angry at him being so pig-headed all the time that I'm like, no, I don't care. I don't, you know, he could he could die for all I care. He could be like face down in the water drowning because Akila can't do a boat to save his life and... I mean, he can save his life because he saved his life. But like, they could, he could be. T- I don't care. No, it's fine. I don't care. Sounds like you're killing into this but, fucking. Like, should I should agree. we like check on? No, nah, no, no, I don't nah, care. Good. No, I don't. I don't care. I love that you as you pace backwards and forwards, Sherva, on the <laughs> on a rock next to you is a large frog that's sort of blinking one eye than the other as you like rant to this thing. <laughs> and then as you like finish and look at it, it goes <laughs> and just sort of looks at you, tilts its head a little bit, and then its tongue goes and grabs one of the fireflies and you watch as it 
and you see this glow within its belly, like illuminate the inside of its uh, <laughs> inside of its soft belly. That was a little gross, but I appreciate you for lending a wing ear. Is it just a frog? It's just a normal frog. It looks like it's got a little bit of a tail. It's a, a frog salamander. It'll probably be interesting. Okay, that's the least no. horrifying one you've done. Uh, as, as you watch, right it there. opens its mouth and a second, uh, its tongue like darts forward and you can see like a little alien mouth on the tongue. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no one saw that yeah. coming. <laughs> probably yeah. is the least frog horrifying. It actually breathes fire. <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's, it's a frog salamander. It kind, of, it kind of looks like an immature frog half between tadpole and, and fully grown that's um, grown very, very large. Still has its tail. The back legs are a bit more elongated. Um, almost a little bit lizard-like uh, from the back. But yeah, as, as it sort of looks at you, Sherva, <laughs> tongue goes out and grabs another firefly. As it watches I you. Just, I just keep ranting and pacing. Cool. In the exact same, like, <laughs> repeating the same sentences, like, over and over and over again. Brilliant. Marco and Aquila. Uh, yeah, we uh, infiltrate the base. We find Mr. Library and we... No, 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 no. Uh, as soon that's... as I can, as soon as we get within sight of the um, village, yeah, and there's the lights, I turn my light off. Okay, brilliant. As you do, you stop getting smacked in the face by like a, a billion mosquitoes. Um, so once we hit land, I'll get off the boat, sort of straight away. So yeah, heading heading straight towards the village. Okay, that's all I needed yes. to know. As I you just guys be out of the water, as you guys begin moving towards the village, um. You hear quietly. A f- quietly, yeah, 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 quietly. Um, as you move into the area where the firelight illuminates around the village, the glow from the myriad of torches set up around the village, letting off this very soft, warm glow around the tree. As you move into the area of the firelight, you hear a voice go, "I, I think there's some people down there. there, there there's some people down there. Hey, hey, hello." Gives a bit of a wave from the upper branches. As you look up, you can see there are a couple of people set as a lookout. Looks like there's one person up in the upper branches sitting as a lookout, another one a little bit lower down. And as you see this figure with a very scraggly beard, very prominent Adam's apple, quite thin, quite gangly, looks down and goes, Hello! That calls out to you, it's heading down. The, the rest of the villagers sort of like turn and look up and go, Oh well, hello there. Welcome to our village. As they begin like calling out from the uh, calling out from the circle of fire. Um, I need to know what you two are doing. Uh, are go we... along with it. Go along with it. Very successful okay. mission. With with them. With uh, them. Yeah, like <laughs> with them or our plan. We just no. We just we're just tourists now. We're just going okay, along with. Okay, okay, we're going with that plan, yeah, not yeah. get help. We're not going with get help. Okay. No, we're not going with get help. No, no, okay. no, no, no. Oh boy. Uh, hello. He- hello, where? <laughs> I-, I don't know where we are. <laughs> a rather tall woman steps to the front. You can see that she is probably in her late 40s, early 50s, um, dressed in this long, flowing dress made of leaves stitched together. And as she looks down at you two, puts her hands on her hips and goes, my, my, you two look like you're mighty famished. What are you doing out there in the dark of the swamp? It's dangerous out there. Uh, we, we got really lost and we, we got, got separated lost. from our friends. Oh, I, I am so sorry to hear that. Why don't you dock your... Oh, that is a very interesting boat you've got there. <laughs> it all disappearing a bit, I'm sure. 
<laughs> so much shade on Akila's ability to make a raft. To be fair, yeah, though, was, he hey, is right. It's very hot. And as you look, the boat is already melting. Like The, the water <laughs> has begun to leak yeah. in through underneath. One of the branches is just broken off at the back. There's no rudder anymore. It's just gone. <laughs> it's fine. It did its job. <laughs> let me, let me give you a hand and help me help you up onto this <laughs> pontoon here. My goodness, you two, you're so... You look like you've seen a ghost. What you doing out here in the dark of the swamp? Oh, no, we just saw a giant fly fly that went underwater. It's a, a whole thing. Um, <laughs> you really come weird. on over. we got a lovely warm fire. we got some fresh bug fish that we caught only just this morning. Yeah, so, like, as the comments uh, in the chat said, we're wearing our very nice clothes, right? You are wearing your uh, nice clothes, yeah. yeah <laughs> the yeah, ones yeah, that cool. you got specially made. Yeah, yeah, yeah. cool. So, like, um, yeah. Actually, I'm going to say, like, what? You two are dressed like five little dandies. <laughs> Why, thank you. A little um, dandy dwellers. <laughs> I introduce, I say, uh, I'm Akila. Uh, this is Mako. Um, Hello. Uh, uh, it's lovely to meet you both. I am Marsh. Marsh? Marsh. Of the like Marsh. Swamp. Very Marsh nice swamp? to meet you. Marsh Swamp? Just just Marsh. Well, come on, pull up a seat by the fire. we got plenty of logs so you can you can sit on. And any of those sticks there that you see that haven't been claimed by someone with a bit of fish on them, you help yourselves. We'll see if oh. we can find you somewhere. You said you had some friends out here in the dark? Uh, they they might be long gone. We were left behind. L long gone? They, they, your friends just abandoned you here? That, that doesn't sound like something friends would do. Friends is a strong word. Uh, I'd go with um, acquaintances. I was well, just sitting there like, looking at friends. He's like, oh, what's this pain in my back? Travel oh, one of them is probably cursed right, right now. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that is that is so so unusual. We've had so many visitors coming on through. You you're not you look like you're not for, with those uh, those air nomads. I've oh, had air nomads through here. Oh yes, we've had a group come through here. We've been helping them guide around the swamp. They've been poking their noses around at some of the old ruins underneath the large tree, the banyan tree. It's been oh, very cool. interesting. Yeah, that, that's cool. Do you, are they still here? Oh no, they set off for their camp this evening. They don't like hanging out with us. They're anti-social. Anti-social, I tell you. Anti-social. Sorry. <laughs> that's like something Al would say. Yeah. Um, that's a shame. You guys seem like really nice people. We were about to get to Kanjo out and play a bit of a tune. I really need to hear this. <laughs> Just for viewers at home, that's what a kanjo is. Uh, Dave has an actual kanjo. <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm what? so is impressed. Was this playing? That is amazing. Podcast listeners. <laughs> for podcast listeners, I need you to imagine a We're tin of spam that has a plank of wood nailed to it and then frets at the other end and actual strings. Does it, can you play a bit for us? Uh, the problem is the, the, the spam can is so weak that like... Every time you tune it, it like deforms and it goes out of tune. Spam Joe. That's exactly what the music sounds like that you're listening to. <laughs> and that. That's amazing. A Spam Joe. That's great. <laughs> oh, chat. Uh, and that, on that note, that is where we're going to wrap up for tonight's session as we get into the uh, Swamp Benders. Oh, my goodness. Thank you so much. Murdered. 
You're gonna get yeah, murdered. Yeah, yeah. murdered. We were looking for some fresh meat. You two look like you've got plenty of <laughs> spare flesh. Especially we'll just, you, you're so chubby. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just shove this old spit right through the middle of you and just cook your hole. We'll keep your clothes on, we'll keep you all succulent. Um, got no, that spammy, salty, meaty goodness. Oh, no. <laughs> that is not the image I want people to be left on. Uh, thank you so much for joining us, everybody. That is all for Avatar Legends tonight. And uh, that's what you're going to dream of if you're listening to this in the evening. Um, we will go and raid another channel. We'll see who's around. We'll go raid them if you're watching on Twitch, so don't go anywhere. If you're watching on YouTube or listening to us on uh, your podcast platform of choice, thank you so much for a start. Um, if you want to hit that subscribe button on YouTube, we are well and truly on our way to hitting that 1,000 subs for YouTube partner. Very, very exciting. You can be one of those legendary people who gets us across the line. Um, and I could be, be? You could be. If, you ha if you're not already, <laughs> you could definitely be. Um, and you are an absolute legend if you do that. Um, you're still a legend if you don't, but you're a better legend if you do. Um, if you are able to leave us a, a five-star rating on uh, on any of the podcast platforms, that would also be amazing. Um, it's been lovely having you all here tonight. Stay safe. Stay well. Tomorrow night we have our homebrew 5th edition adventure, Return of the Giants. Very, very exciting and uh, really starting to get into the meat and bones of that, uh, of that campaign as well. Until then, though, stay safe, stay well, and we will see you all again really soon. Until next time, everybody. Bye. 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 Goodbye. Bye.